Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo. Skag 3, whoever he is. Get your quad fascist ass out of here! Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. You are a terrific team on all counts. Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement, this, this is the Matt and Blonde Show. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international over depression. <laughs> Hey, why the fuck is the gas so hot, bitch? In modern elections, more and more ballots are being cast in early voting and also by mail. We may not know all the winners of elections for a few days. It takes time to count all legitimate ballots in a legal and orderly manner. That's how this is supposed to work. I doubt it. Now it's important for citizens to be patient. That's how it's supposed to work. That's how this is supposed to work. That's, That's how, how this is supposed, supposed to work. To work. <laughs> All right, go, go. In five, four, three. We'll do it live. Oh, fuck it. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is the election night, 2022, before I mess that up, 2022 election night midterm special Matt and Blonde show. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. I didn't vote. (laughs) I thought your husband was supposed to guide you through this process. No, I asked him who he voted for and it was not super great. So, Huh. Wow. Disowned rough uh hey speaking of spouses as a special assistant in the discord we are also joined by my lovely wife monitoring the internet for live breaking information hello to our special show special assistant what's up everybody (laughs) thank you for your assistance this evening Uh, i don't believe we've ever had ping one blonde and ping two my wife join the show together my wife has joined it's true in your absence uh but Never all together. So this is a, a moment in show history as well. Plus in spicy. Uh, yeah. In a, in a, about a half hour, our friend Frank from quite frankly will join as well. He's actually live right now, I believe, or at least he was a short while ago. And I believe he is still. So uh, we will join his stream. He will join our stream and we'll see if we have the technical capabilities to pull off the, the simul stream. It will be a, a big test for the duct tape. We'll see if it holds. And uh, he'll be here from 9.30 until about 10 Eastern time. So just about a half hour from now. We will also uh, take your calls like we would on a usual Wednesday stream as we monitor returns and the stories of the day. Uh, Those calls are going to work the same as they do on Wednesdays through the Discord server. There are instructions for how to participate in the description of the video platform on which you are viewing. Our calls are going to be intermittent tonight. We'll get to uh, as many as we can as we have availability. So if you're trying to call in, please be patient. I hope to get to a few before the bottom of the hour when Frank joins, and then we'll get to several more in the second hour. Also be advised that we are only taking election related topics tonight. So none of your Wednesday weirdness that has to wait until next Wednesday. Oh, Uh, and we will read your super chats as usual as well. Sunday rules this evening, 10 bucks and up because we are no good low down money grabbers. Of course, 
So uh, without further ado, let's just get right into the results as they stand at this hour, which last I looked, there wasn't a ton to report on, with the exception of the Senate race in Florida called for Marco Rubio and the governor's race in Florida called for DeSantis. It got Uh, called for DeSantis. When did this happen? I just was listening to Jesse Kelly on the way home. Within like the last hour. Oh, okay. Um, Neither race was very close or particularly surprising in its result. But for the fact that last I saw about a half hour ago, both Rubio and DeSantis were leading in Miami-Dade County and other urban centers. Apparently they picked up tons of Latina votes. Wow. Yeah. So, and I will also note, uh, as of now, 85% of of precincts reporting in Florida We all need to take note on how Florida handles its elections, because as we're going to get to in a minute, we're going to be told how we have to wait for days or weeks. Somehow Florida is on it. Florida gets you the results very quickly. But uh, I don't know. That's um, they 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 hate democracy. They love Trump all that down there in Florida. So must be something like that. Uh, So far, three Republican pickups in the House as well. But obviously the night is young and. uh, the end number will likely be far higher than that. But you see the big news. Even Guam has had enough. First uh, Republican congressional delegate since 1993 for Guam. James Moylan defeats Democrat Judith Juan Pat. Uh, Guam's incumbent Democrat Michael San Nicholas is leaving Congress. Of course, Guam is a U.S. territory, not a state. So this uh, is a non-voting congressional delegate. But uh, again, fair to ask, can our actual states get on Guam's level for processing and reporting (laughs) returns? You know, they can't. Guam or they can, but they choose not to. Guam is on that weird Australia, Japan future time, though, right? So they've they've been voting for or counting for a while now. Uh, I asked uh, on Sunday, hey, do you believe in signs as it relates to all the flags falling behind John Fetterman when he was on the stage? You said no. But how about this one? The blood moon, the election blood moon. Yeah. Is that a sign? No. No. Just a coincidence. Not. Well, yep. we had a blood moon eclipse, a total lunar eclipse causing the moon to appear deep red. Total lunar eclipse happens when the earth comes between the sun and the full moon and blocks the sun's direct rays from lighting the moon up. If you're curious about the rarity, this is why maybe it is a sign. A total lunar eclipse uh, happens once every year and a half on average, but one on election day is quite rare indeed. In fact, it won't happen again in our lifetimes, not until the year 2394, of course, assuming the Republic survives until then. Yeah, we can make it. Well, with all the technological advancements, maybe we'll all just be human brains and robots by then, and we will, in fact, (laughs) survive. Uh, Well, did you see the major... (laughs) The major announcement of an announcement last night. Yeah. Trump announced his presumed announcement that he's going to run for president again in 2024. Surprising no one. Yeah. Not exactly shocking news, but uh, he says the announcement will come next Tuesday, November 15th at Mar-a-Lago. Trump said this last night in Ohio. I'm going to be making a very big announcement on Tuesday, November 15th, at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. 
Uh, God, are you ready for this again? Tune in then with the dramatic music ready. Hmm. Uh, well, again. you were talking about the Maricopa malfunctions before we were live. Seems like a little bit of the 2020 funny business is back in action today. This, of course, is the Phoenix area. Officials said early this morning that 20% of their polling sites were experiencing issues with tabulation machines. These, of course, that are the machines. Shockingly high. Uh, yeah, uh, the machines that scan your ballot and uh, count your votes, of course. These uncountable ballots have been collected uh, throughout the day for counting by other means later, officials say. Here are uh, several voter videos of the scenes uh, around uh, various Maricopa County polling places. And then the county recorder, Stephen Richer, explaining the problem this morning. We have two tabulators. One of the tabulators is not working. The other tabulator is taking about 75% successful. So 25% of them are being misread. And it could be a printer issue, or it could be the tabulator itself. So when it's misread, you have an option to put it into what's called box three, and it gets read, whether it goes downtown and gets read manually, or whether it gets reset in into our tabulator. We don't want to adjudicate. They get read, no. okay? So no one's trying to... <laughs> Anybody. Of course not. Not on election day. That would never happen, right? No, that would never happen. So no machines at this center are working at all. None of the machines are voting are right. working, and they are telling us that we have to leave. So I pulled my ballot, and but so it didn't. It got misread. You put it in there. Yeah. And tonight, a Republican and a Democrat will sit and go through all of the misread ballots all over the county okay. and count them, and it okay. will get counted. Okay, and okay. Both, both machines were not working. Yeah. No, nothing's working in okay. the last half hour. Nothing. In about 20% of the vote centers, when people oh will go God. and they try and run the uh, ballot through this tabulator, maybe one out of every five or so of those ballots, they're not going through. Dang it, they only tested it four times and uh, not the error-prone fifth when they ran this before Election Day. Yikes, man. Later in the day, though, Maricopa County officials said they found the solution. Technicians changed the printer settings and the issue appears to have been resolved as of uh, this afternoon. Don't worry, though, even if your voting machine isn't uh, working perfectly, the feds are watching out for you. The Justice Department is monitoring monitoring polling places in 24 states for compliance with the voting rights laws, uh, with federal voting rights laws, that is. The monitors include those working in the Civil Rights Division of the Justice Department. They will be taking complaints from the public over these voting rights uh, law violations. And I certainly hope and trust that none of those complaints channels were trolled or abused in any way, shape or form. Uh, that's really if you if you didn't vote, you missed out on your opportunity to troll a Fed. Think of what you could have done, the fun you could have had. Yeah, that's true. That is the only thing that would uh, make me want to vote. The feds are watching out for intimidation, uh, as though sending feds does not cause any undue intimidation. And we heard um, we heard from the president uh, last week and then yesterday from his press secretary telling us that Election Day really isn't Election Day anymore. It's now Election Month, and that's normal, and that's how it's supposed to be. 
the media are also doing their part. Uh, their part. Check out the the this um, this coverage on NBC this morning. They go to reporters in Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Georgia to make sure that you don't expect any final results tonight or anytime soon. When can we expect results coming out of the Pennsylvania election? Yeah, we may be here for a while, as you guys just noted. Under Pennsylvania law, they can't begin, the counties can't begin scanning and counting those mail-in ballots until right now, until 7 a.m. on Election Day. The acting Secretary of State, Hoda, saying that it could be a few days before they have a good sense of the winners here. It is not going to be necessarily an early night here in Nevada this evening, and that is because of state law to ensure a fair an accurate vote. It could be 10 days before we have a final result here if it is close in Nevada, Savannah. This could be days, even weeks, before we find out the final result here in Georgia. Every vote counts, Hoda. Let's talk about when will we know, because you said election night, and mm-hmm. that made me smile, because I remember when it used to just be election night, but now, as we saw in 2020, it was election week. Right. We won't know the extent. We may think, oh, Republicans won the House. We may not get the final count from Oregon, Washington, Alaska, California, Nevada, all of those. Washington state, your ballot can arrive three weeks, up to three weeks after the election. So you don't even know how many ballots you have in your election in Washington state until just before Turkey Week. Hmm. That's absurd. You should have a, a pretty good idea before the polls close. Well, they they are right that there are a lot of these insane laws like in Washington, where as long as your ballot is postmarked. By but, election but what day. percentage of, yeah. of votes could that possibly be? Well, unless that's the they're th- tampering with the election. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like how you're assuming that these all these races are going to be so incredibly close that these, in theory, outlier ballots by weirdos who mail them at one minute before the hour on election day that those are going to amount to some race changing number. Right. Listen to this from this coverage from ABC, also telling you to prepare for the wait. Uh, you're going to see a red mirage tonight. As early election day results come in on Tuesday, it will likely appear that a Republican uh, candidate uh, that Republican candidates vying for any uh, number of the federal or statewide races appear to be leading their Democratic opponents, even by large margins. Their leads will dwindle or crumble completely after perceived, quote unquote, dumps of votes are recorded by state election officials who count mail in and absentee ballots in the days or even weeks following election day. This phenomenon was popularized as the red mirage or the blue shift after the 2020 presidential election. And the illusion was a principal component of Trump and his allies false claims that the uh, 2020 contest was fraudulent upon his ultimate loss to Joe Biden. Again, how do you know? Note the definitive language. Uh, Leads will dwindle. As mail-in and absentee ballots are kind of, how do you know who is voting for whom? Yeah. The leads could also widen. Yeah. Uh, No, watch out. Watch out for the red mirage. And if they're such good forecasters, they know exactly how these trends are going to play out. Look at uh, the shock uh, from the CNN panel tonight that uh, our democracy being at risk is not a top issue, according to exit polls. We have had a lot of questions throughout this time about new voters, people that hadn't been in there before that were perhaps not getting captured by the polling. So maybe this is a sign that we're going to see a little bit more of that tonight than we expected. We obviously don't know yet. And you know what's missing from this one, two, three, four, five, top five issues? Democracy. Oh, yeah. It's not even in here. It's not to say that it's not an issue for people, but it doesn't even come close. Not the issue. 
Uh, it is notable that abortion is somehow the second leading issue in that exit poll that they're referencing. 32% said inflation, 27% said abortion. So maybe there are a lot of uh, murderous mommies to be out there standing in line looking to Good exercise Lord. their rights. Anyway, yeah, I think that's probably the impetus for a lot of people voting. Could be. Uh, let's uh, take a break. We're going to get to at least a couple calls before the bottom of the hour here. And uh, Ping 2, have you seen any notable races called or anything like that? I'm looking at the map and uh, I don't see anything, any contested race called yet. Tim Ryan still leads in Ohio with 40% in. John Fetterman is crushing Dr. Oz with 14% in. And uh, actually with a majority in 56%, Warnock leads Walker at the moment, but mm. I wouldn't put put much stock in that. And they're still saying House, uh, three, three Republican seats so far picked up. Uh, governors, now this all it looks, looks like... It looks like uh, Beto has lost. <laughs> oh, they're calling Texas? It looks like they're calling Texas. Fox News is oh. calling it. All right, well, That's Beto's gonna, he's going to have to move to California where he belongs. Great. Okay, uh, how about uh, a call? Did you have anything you wanted to discuss before we get into those? No, let's do it. All right. Uh, Rusty Culture. Rusty, you're up. What's on your mind? Good evening. Good evening. What do you want to talk about? Well, everything's going on right now. I thought I would say that I'm, I'm officially one of the those dirty Russian bots that's interfering with the election. Oh, you're busy tonight. A lot of uh, memes to post on Facebook yeah. or Twitter. All right. <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys. What's big in Russia? <laughs> I was just using. Basically, I'm keeping every label that gets labeled and just hang, hang on to those. I'm going to build a uh, kind of a shelf of all the labels. And Got it. Use them as a badge of honor. All right. What's, what's your election topic? I said I was going to run a tight ship, a strict ship. You're running a tight ship. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm so excited. The, the pipes in my house are, are ready to burst. Mm. I was wondering what time uh, we have a, a plumbing error in Georgia, but it doesn't look like it's struck yet. I'm probably around that uh, two to three o'clock in the morning time, you know, right about the time we stopped counting. They're going to need it because uh, Brian Kemp leading Stacey Abrams, 57% reporting. So the, uh, the white supremacist voter suppression is indeed working in Georgia. I don't know if it was satire, but I saw that uh, Fox news called Arizona for Stacey Abrams. (laughs) I think that was a Babylon B article. Yeah. Uh, Oh shoot. (laughs) They're falling for that fake news again. Yeah. Uh, believable though you know there's another good one they had all right uh any other thoughts from you i don't know if you've been talking to your relatives about who they voted for uh not much just my parents but that was no shock how they were going to vote okay i unfortunately found out some bad news that my grandpa voted democrat what is he a democrat or is he what's what are his typical voting habits well, he's been dead for 10 years. So. Oh, <laughs> I walked Ew. right into that one. You got me, Rusty. Uh, Sorry. Anyway, there, there's your 10 seconds too late rim shot. You earned it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, you have a great night and uh, we send our best to uh, your grandfather. Okay. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Dead grandpa voter. Can't believe I fell for that. Uh, juggernaut. You're up next. What's on your mind? Dude, Florida, man. 
Are you surprised? You surprised by how red it's turned? Yeah, I am a little surprised. Tampa, Jacksonville, and Miami Dade all voted in favor of DeSantis over. Charlie. Yeah, but they had they also had a big influx of people escaping corona tyranny. So there's going to be some kind of selection bias when it when it comes to voting. Yeah, from New York. Yeah, I like all the conservatives the that way. left New York City moved to these areas. No, no a bunch of Dems Dems from New York came here too. That's I'm, true. I'm pretty impressed. Because last year it was a little, it was a little, I was kind of thinking it was going to go blue the next election round. That is encouraging though. Maybe I shouldn't, um, maybe I shouldn't uh, scoff at all the California plates around here. Likewise, maybe they've learned their lesson. Yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, but Tampa, I'm pretty happy. Are you in Florida or are you just a Florida watcher? Yeah, I'm in Florida. All right. So you got to feel pretty good about the direction of your state then. At least there's that. I do feel pretty good. Yeah. When I got to the voting precinct, there's only Republicans out there. So that was right. cool too. Uh, 87% reporting. So, and it's almost 60 40. DeSantis, uh, DeSantis leads over Christ at this point uh, by yeah. like a million and a half votes. So that's good to see. All right. Well, uh, I'm glad, glad to hear it, man. Did you have any closing thoughts before we let you go? Georgia, you suck. Don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you, man. Have a good night. Okay. Uh, hey, Mustache Asian is hanging out. Mr. Mustache, oh, hey. are you there? Hey. Long time no talk. Yeah. yeah. Last we heard you had gone to Michigan, right? Yeah. I'm here in northern Detroit. Well, what? Detroit, north, north of Detroit. I mean, I'm not in Detroit pro- proper, but still metro Detroit, I guess yeah. you can say. But yeah, so I mean, it's kind of, you know, interesting to see there's, like I said before, uh, was there's interesting balance of, at least there's a diversity of opinions actually up here, uh, rather than, you know, like people can fly Trump flag without getting their houses smashed or hmm. burned. Yeah. 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 So, Did you, uh, you think Whitmer's going to hang on? Maybe, but I don't know. I Like I was getting, drive. The ads recently drive me crazy on YouTube. It's like freaking prop three, like lies, like every single, uh, almost every single video I watch on YouTube, always pushing the prop three lies. And also Dura Dixon's, you know, wants to ban abortion with no exceptions. It's like, fuck off. (laughs) Pretty much every ad around here that's in any sort of contested race. And there are a few Democrats and progressives are heavily leading into the abortion issue, uh, which is yeah. a weird strategy in this state for reasons, both political and legal. But uh, anyway, I didn't yeah. mean to, uh, d- did you have other topics you wanted to bring up in uh, terms no, of the election? Just, just overall, just, I don't know. We'll see what happens here. Um, but it seems like the house race is like, like Republicans are crushing right now um, regarding that part. And hopefully, you know, we can like in Michigan seems like, like, of course, like all overall it's like the, uh, the rurals are all red, like most states, yeah. right? And the in the bottom right corner, the Detroit area is all blue. That's what it looks so like so far. I'm I'm looking at the uh, Michigan map right now, and everything is pink, as in suggested or predicted to be red. But the final results yeah. are yet to be determined, except for the Detroit metro. You're right. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, hopefully, it's, it's, I guess you know. Um, <laughs> Anyways, all right. Yeah, well, that'll be uh, all for tonight. All right. Godspeed to uh, your state and to you. Glad to hear from you. All right. All right. Thanks, Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, you too, Matt.
Bye. Okay, we could take at least one more before we uh, try to meet up with Frank here. Egrin, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, okay, first question. In Montana, were there many judges that uh, are were incumbent, or there were some judges that actually like were having to vote uh, uh you had options to vote other judges that were... the, the big race uh is our state supreme court and there is an incumbent progressive who was uh appointed to the court by our former governor steve bullock who you may remember ran for president for all of five seconds until someone asked him what his greatest accomplishments were as governor of oh, montana and he just and he, froze up it was so embarrassing he uh he said he's a good dad that was his answer and based on his tenure as montana governor i'm not even convinced of that but good for him. Anyway, we have an incumbent uh, progressive on the Supreme Court, and there's a, uh, a a guy who has no legal or judicial experience, but brands himself as a constitutional conservative challenging her. And that has been the big judicial race in this state. There are um, I don't know a ton about all of the local races. Some of those are unopposed. But uh, yeah, is there a reason you bring that up? Well, I would say I'm trying to at least encourage, at least in this stream, just I think a lot of people need to put the effort on uh, trying to get elected or I think a lot of people should uh, put in the effort or on trying to get elected as judges. Hmm. I'm, like in my uh, county, I saw like a lot of incumbent, like no one was really challenging them or their aspects of their ideas like so i'm trying to get a baseline of uh if there's uh people trying to actually be judges i know that's a crummy job i assume actually this came up recently because it's not everywhere do you even have to hold a law degree actually i was sort of surprised to learn that i don't know what the standard is in the state of montana but some places you don't even have to have a law degree you can just be elected to the office california's yes. like that right yeah, I don't yeah know. we discussed yeah, I don't know. Uh, we discussed this a uh, while back. Hmm. Maybe that's um, what I'm remembering because I was surprised to learn that. Yeah, uh, it, it sounds like you actually did some follow up work on that. So nice job, Matt. I appreciate that. I, I, I don't want to. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying try to break any news that I'm running for Montana Supreme Court or anything like that. In fact, well, I don't I, even know if it's legal, but uh, or if I'm eligible given my lack of a law degree. I don't know what the rules are in this state. But um, my best guess it is you have to at least uh, pass the bar it's, as long as you pass the bar. That should be like a OK as far as I know. I don't don't can't you out. only take the bar if you have a law degree, though? Or am I do I not understand the process? No, Can you just like, be a guy? Kim Car yeah. in, in that's what I was talking about in California. Like Kim uh. Kardashian was able to do some sort of internship in lieu of having a law degree. And then you pass the bar. Oh, I think a few states are like that. OK. Yeah, I, you can definitely take the bar um, without getting a law degree, as far hmm. as I know. Okay, well, thank you for the uh, info. I appreciate the call. We're going to try to take one more before the bottom of the hour, so I'll have to let you go, but appreciate it. Okay. Man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, talk, talk to you guys later. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, let's get one more from uh, Nicholas. Nicholas, are you there? Hey, I am here. How are you guys? Hi. We are well. What's on your mind? All right. Uh I killed an elk, Matt, but I'll leave that behind. Blonde, cool shirt. Um, you're just, just going to say that you had, you had a successful elk hunt? I know I said last no, week. 
Okay, well, yeah, I'll just no, say congrats. No, hey, 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 no I know I'm breaking my own rule because you have an achievement yeah. that I that I envy and I covet. <laughs> but okay, election topics only because I right. got two minutes. Go for it. Okay, okay, I'll be real quick. So I have a uh, friend who's Doctor Morality, Democrat, lives in New York. He's a doctor and uh, you know preaches about how Trump destroyed democracy. Um, but he um, he's lived in New York for eight years. He's on the voter rolls in 2020 in uh, an eastern state going to try not to dox myself too much here um i debated outing him but our family know each other too well so now i'll let that i'll let that pass <laughs> fast forward to today i'm working the polls and i see this girl that i know from high school i'm like oh hey and uh she comes up with her sister who lives in california and her parents and i told my wife i saw her and she's like oh she's lived in maryland for at least the last five years so Ooh. between last election and this election I know her, her sister and her are both Democrats, both don't live in uh, the state that they are voting in, and my other friend. That's three Democrats that I know, like firsthand knowledge of, who cheated in the last two elections. So, wow. You, you know, narc her out? In, I'm, I'm mulling it over. Interpolate that, though, to the rest of the country. Like, I just happened to fall upon three people yeah. that I know. It's like, my God. People uh, are like clearly doing I, this. You should mark her out. In, Who cares? Uh, I'm mulling it over. Hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I would want somebody else who's in the state to like sign off on the the affidavit because that's what you have to sign. I don't mm. want that getting back that I uh, ratted her. But yeah, why? Who cares? What is she gonna do? It's it's back to a small community thing. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but who cares? She's probably had like five abortions. Who cares if she hates you? <laughs> probably. That would be my best guess. But anyway, I'm I'm a bit steamed about it and I'm probably gonna sleep on what my decision was, but All right. Figured. Well that's the excitement of the day. Thank you for the info and uh congrats, man. Uh, I'm I'm really glad to hear it. Uh as far Thanks, as your guys. successful hunt. Have a good night. Have a great stream. Thanks. Uh who was it? Sonny Hostin had some admission today that she voted for her son or something. She admitted to at least what I saw people characterizing as a federal crime. On, if you uh, give somebody your ballot, can't they vote? It was something like that. She discussed something that I think is uh, a criminal ballot. Handling. We've talked about that. I don't think that's criminal. We've talked about that. Right. Uh, in terms of wives just giving their husbands their ballot. I think it's legal. It depends. There are there are different state regs for handling ballots, and and certainly with family, it gets a little weird because it's like how how do you how do you show in in a lot of states it's perfectly legal for a family member to drop off another family member's ballot, for example. But there's something else about this Sunny Hostage thing which I didn't look into and I shouldn't even bring up because I didn't do the research. So. With Let that, see. let's. Uh, I'll have to take a brief break here and go into uh, standby while we try to get Frank, and we will be back uh, momentarily. So please stand by. You got to. Oh, that's where the, he gets introduced. Then he gets his spinoff. Okay, I like it. I like somebody with like a really murdery vendetta. Yes. Like, like there's something really sexy about like a broken man just just killing people. You're right. And actually, my wife just texted me now and she said, uh, Punisher. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, I, I have our end all sorted out. Thanks for patience, guys. And uh, I hate to interrupt what is uh, the debut. I don't know the introduction in the conversation between Blonde and Frank for the first time. Uh, it's OK. We're yeah. going to do a lot. Of that. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, for people who aren't familiar 
I know we have a lot of crossover, but uh, this is our friend Frank uh, from Quite Frankly. You can find it at quitefrankly.tv live each and every weeknight, 7 p.m. Eastern time, and sometimes with a special uh, weekend show as well. Uh, thanks for joining the stream, Frank. Oh, I'm so happy to be with both of you guys. Matt, we we talk all the time. And shout out to Lil, but Blonde, it's, it's wonderful. To we me. don't dox my wife on this channel, but, you know, I'll allow it. But her name's Lilith. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I gave her a, 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 a nickname. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Fair enough. I, I didn't give you a warning ahead of time. It's not a big deal. Don't worry oh, about it. Oh, my bad. I, mean, uh, I thought everybody knew the wifey's, wifey's name. Oh, no, no it's, it's okay. We had to edit uh, ooh, edit the Wednesday show because I doxed my husband. I was talking about my daughter, and then I said, like, I gave birth to insert my husband's name. It was the okay. weirdest thing. <laughs> oh, so we had to go back in the stream and delete it. You yeah. gave birth to your husband. That's, yes, that was I my reaction. I actually said that, yeah. yeah. People were like, like, what? We got a Greek mythology. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, we were, uh, we've been monitoring the returns. It doesn't look like there's anything that interesting so far other than the, uh, the Florida stuff and some blue counties maybe turning red. But uh, I am fascinated by the prospect of the beaver, as you call her, uh, governor with the asterisk Kathy Hochul potentially losing the governor's mansion in the great state of New York. Do you think the prospect is realistic or are we just, uh, is this just hope? I, I, I it, there's always a little bit of both. I, I mean, I already went through these, these numbers earlier on today. I mean, if you just want to think realistically about the state of New York, you've got near about 21 million people there, 8 million people in the city. That's where they say is the big decision made the big brain that, that we have supposedly, and that is not a monolithic place. People are not, not all the 8 million are voting. And I can tell you that vote has been split in ways that m many people in the five boroughs would not have thought of in, in the last 20 years. So with that not being just a 8 million person voting block that, that you can carry and copy and paste wherever the hell you want, when you go outside of Westchester County, it is largely a very red state and, and you've got another 13 million people to account for. So if people are motivated, which I know they are, and this woman is just not wanted by anybody, she's a big whoopsie because the, the, the last governor was caught twisting everybody's nipples, then, then you have to, what do you have? I mean, it's totally doable. Didn't she ascend to the office of lieutenant governor or something else? Didn't she have before Andrew Cuomo, obviously, which is how she became governor. Mm -hmm. Didn't she gain office previously from another guy being too grabby or something? Isn't this the second time or am I? Wait, she double me too her way. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's a repeat. Uh, with, I don't know. Leap, okay, she's okay. Is that into office. worse or is blowing your way to the top like Kamala Harris said worse? <laughs> Oh, I, I don't know. See, you see, that's interesting. You know, if somebody is if somebody is twisting nipples and they get kicked out of office and you go into fill in their spot, I think that that is a little bit better for you. Uh, but then there is something about the effort put in to blowing your way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's all. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I kind of admire. I kind of admire a woman that can do something like that. I mean, like. It, there's something truly honest about a prostitutional relationship, right? That like a like a quid pro quo. I, I hmm. kind of admire it. Well, I think what you're talking about is Letitia James, though, uh, Matt. And I, I think Letitia James. Yeah, we, we call her Letitia. That's the correct pronunciation. She slipped in, I believe, for uh, Schne Eric Schneiderman. 
And Eric Schneiderman was the one who left office. He was the um, the 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 New York attorney general or something like that until twenty eighteen because he was. You remember all that? First of all, he declined to go after Nexium, and he was very, you know, hands off with the Epstein stuff there, too. But he also had this abusive relationship with his his uh, non-white girlfriend where he likes to he's a, he liked to call her his brown slave and all that. <laughs> I remember this. I'm telling you, he got kicked out. He got and in. She came and all of a sudden they're going after Trump Tower and all that. So it's, it's, it's Schneiderman. Yeah, maybe that's who I'm uh, thinking of. Remember that Samantha B interview where she was fawning over him and then all of that came out not long after and uh, it ended up being a bad look even for Samantha B. Samantha B. Did she get canceled? Uh, her show. Yeah. yeah, it's over. I believe the show's over. Yeah. Okay. That was out of spite. That show was running as long as it did out of spite. There's nobody no way watched it. Was, yeah. nobody was watching that. She's completely unfunny. Uh, Frank, do you remember the last time you and I spoke on air? Uh, you were on my show last and yeah. what were we talking about? I'll give you a hint. It was in August. Okay. And I'll give you a specific date, August 8th. Do you remember the significance? Oh, that was the, uh, that was the, Mar- we, we were on air together. Yeah. When we the Mar-a-Lago raid. Yeah. I saw the Trump oh, truth social man. post 10 minutes before I went on to Frank's show and I was hoping I'm going to be the one to break it. And you, you actually got it just before I joined but it was a fun conversation because we both had no information other than Trump's post, which broke the news. And we're trying to figure out, all right, wh- what's going on here? What do they think they have? What's going to be the political utility of this? Now we're three months removed. You feel like uh, you have a better sense of how this is going to potentially play out, what the what the use of this is going to be? Well, I mean, I would love to hear what Blonde has to say about this, too, because the obvious thing to me is three months later. And nothing. They're still talking about January 6th. Yeah. And it, it obviously when we were it was a, a couple of days after maybe about a week after August 8th is when we actually saw the order that it was it was the DOJ Merrick Garland. They were they were on this personally. And we saw the order and how the, the scope the of the entire thing, the, the raid there, what they were looking for. And it covered inauguration day 2017 to his last day in office. Mm-hmm. So it was obvious, which is a fishing expedition. But even that, even so, like you said, months have now elapsed. And we That's know they're going to try yeah. something, but what, what, well, what could it be? The left tends to shoot their wad with information like that. They have like no capability of delayed gratification when it comes to holding on to incriminating information. Um, so anything they have definitely would have come out by now. And it was so obvious it was a fishing expedition. So I don't know. They're probably working on something, but it amazes me. They're still talking about January 6th. Like, yeah. Come on guys. I, I don't know if you guys heard this. I think, well, it was Rich Barris who um, so eloquently put it together because there's a little bit of his polling expertise, a little bit of his knowledge of history. And I guess you need that, but um, it, it made so much sense with January 6th. He, he, he pretty much said, and it's it makes it even more limp wristed than it already is, because I don't know anybody who's ever watched one of these these broadcasts over there, this stupid cast of characters, this, this land of misfit toys cast that is involved in this um, this this thing, this tribunal. And um, he said, if you look th- throughout history, there's only one major exception for an incumbent president, especially one who was actually voted for that uh, that. He did not see a complete wipeout in the following midterms, and that was George W. Bush because of 9-11. They wanted to to rally around 
They wanted to rally around George Bush and and not play politics too much and go out there and get the people who did it and uh, and and just you know wrap this one up and call it a win for America. Well, um, they're obviously trying, and it's so pathetic to really sell this January sixth event as nine yeah. eleven. Yeah. That we need to get together because democracy is on the line. And that's where all this we're voting for democracy and it's on the ballot and all yeah. that crap is coming from it. And it's so weak. Did you see the moment on CNN earlier tonight? We were talking about it a little bit before you joined, but they were going through the exit polls and they had their correspondent describing what people care about. And it's inflation and abortion was sort of, I would say, a little bit surprisingly high. But there's Dana Bash. Well, this can't be. Our democracy is not listed as in the top five. Oh, it's not here. How could this be? Says Jake Tapper. And uh, yeah, the moment of realization that you're completely detached is uh, somewhat gratifying. We'll see if the yeah. results follow through. But I did enjoy watching that one. I did. I, I love that. I, I've been going through all the clips that I can get um, on Telegram and on Citizen Free Press. I love the the gasping when they saw that there is a a, a gigantic lead there's it, the swing when you consider the, the Miami-Dade mm-hmm. being 30% in Hillary Clinton's favor not too long ago. And to see that there's nearly over a 40% swing back the other way and Miami-Dade has gone red. It That's incredible to hear the gasping going on there. Um, and then, but like you said, Dana Bash, that was my favorite clip of the evening. Um, that was my favorite clip of the evening. That and Claire McCaskill. I love, I, I, I don't like these people very much. <laughs> I, there's something that's cathartic about just laughing and then loving and loving their, their torment too. Like right. I will, I said, I will, I will, I said it earlier. I will abandon all my principles just to make sure that Dana Bash is, feels uncomfortable. I will vote for whatever makes her feel uncomfortable. It's just, you, you're going to have to fill in for me on this show. Then abandoning all principles is uh, exactly what many of those with bloodlust in our audience uh, would like to see me cross over to achieve. So uh, maybe, uh, maybe I will follow your lead. What are you too stubborn on? What is the, uh, the audience wish you would do a little bit more of? Oh, uh, I don't know. I suppose just general urge for vengeance and willingness. Yeah, he's to, always talking about due process and not killing people you know, arbitrarily. Rule. Yeah, not killing people. I start there. Um, no, you know, like a hesitance to, I would say uh, sometimes even a hesitance to make people die on their own sword. But that's as far as I'm willing to go is you, if you set up the sword, I'm not going to to help you when you fall on it and die on it. I do admittedly have a hesitation to wield the sword myself because, of course, I want a world where we aren't constantly beating each other up, a world where your rights are protected and liberty wins the day and all of those things. But why am I nodding in agreement? Yeah, you're like this guy. (laughs) Well, I I understand. Well, you're very Batman. And I understand now why Blonde loves Punisher so much. Yeah, exactly. You got it exactly right. I just think that some pitchfork mobs may be more effective than the federal government. That's all I'm saying. I, I I cannot disagree with you anymore. Uh, no and, sane and, person could disagree with me at this point in time. No, no, it's um, it's it's tough. It's a very tough thing. And that's why I. But in 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 lieu of saying, hey, take out the pitchforks, I just say, um, just ignore them. Like you would, you would just look Freddy Krueger in the face and say, you don't exist. You're gone. Mm-hmm. And you have to just redouble your efforts where you can really make your presence felt at home. Yeah. Get yourself a good sheriff. Make your make yourself known at your local uh, your your local you know school board meetings. All that stuff. If you can just shore up your local and regional governments, then uh, you can 
you, it, I mean, it's it's your legal requirement to tell the feds to uh, pound sand because constitutionally, yeah. nothing's been amended. We we do ninety five to ninety nine percent of the things that the federal government does is completely unconstitutional, and it's only by tradition. It's not by amendment. Yep. Yeah. It's that's it. So. Yeah. To help I- them. I think that's uh, well put. And one thing we talk about, even when you sort of, it, it gets easy given the state of our, our federal government and some skepticism with our election system to wonder about the utility or value in voting, which we talk about on this show all the time. But even if you don't think that sending the right guy to D.C. is going to fix D.C.'s problems, which admittedly, I don't think that there is a lot of value in voting for the people who are going to run your town, your county, your neighborhood. I was my, my phone was broken the other day. Like I was telling you, I had to go get my phone fixed and not too long uh, back outside of the same phone shop. There's our sheriff just hanging out, talking to people. It's like, yeah, if that guy goes rogue and becomes abusive, he's accessible. I can go find him. I can go talk to him. I can say hi. He can know my name. If you got these feds who, as we were talking about earlier, are doing election monitoring in 24 states to make sure the rules are followed. They're faceless. They're nameless. Mm -hmm. They don't give a shit about your town. Or your family or anybody there, they don't have to. They go home, they have a cushy job that's well paid with a lot of benefits, regardless of how well they treat you, mm-hmm. because you don't vote for them. They're yeah. just, yeah, they're they're effectively yeah. above the, at least local law in that way. Yeah, well, we'll think about the, I'll put it to you this way. Yeah, you, like you said, oh, I know the sheriff. I know where he lives. I know, you know, if I, if I want to, you know, address... A uh, redress of grievances. I want to go make my voice heard or say, listen, there's something wrong. Uh, you can put a face to it. Um, if you think about what we lived through from 2017 to about 2019 with all the the, the Russia gymnastics nonsense, and you think it's, it's just every day, every day we got a new name of a person that we never thought we'd ever had to, we didn't vote for, who just has a a, a job. In the in the bureaucracy that it was there, they have friends, they have benefits. We pay for it all. We learn names of Bruce Orr and Nellie Orr and Fiona Hill and 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 all these mean mugging uh, uh, Lisa uh, Lisa Page and and her, um, oh, yeah. her and her boy Peter Stroy. These are people that we should never know their names. Yeah, that's true. Let alone pay their their salary. That, that yeah. that's just. Meh. Life was a lot better before I knew those faces. And especially the Peter Strzok, like, I can't even imitate it, but that little elf man expression that he did where he kind of wiggled like, like, like that. Like an Indian person. Oh, is that what yeah. it is? Uh, yeah. Wait, Indians, like, from India. Yeah, yeah. They do that? Dots. I guess I'll have, to, yeah. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to pay closer attention. After every sentence, what are you hmm. talking about? They do, um. do it. <laughs> the Indian <laughs> shake. I haven't yeah, seen yeah, totally. that. Yeah. You know, no, the worst I, part about all that was finding out about their sex life. Ugh. I know. I know. Then we all had to think about them having sex. I didn't ask for that. You know, the scary thing is that it was actually an integral part of the investigation. It really was. <laughs> it, it was during it was during their pillow talk that you re, that you actually saw their motivation for what they're doing. Like Ugh. when she when she was saying when she said something like, oh, yeah, well, please don't please tell me that he's not going. Please tell me he's not going to win, Pete. And Pete went back to Lisa and said, don't worry, baby, we'll stop them. Oh, like, you get that's that right. Kind of, I forgot yeah, that was oh. the context for that one. Yeah, oh, it's like yeah. You had to actually read it to just just to, to see it for yourself. That's true. And, yeah. Is this why I have some like unsexual grossed out feeling when I hear the term there there? Yeah, absolutely. And he's also which I'd never heard before. Demonically possessed. 
I, I would not. I would. I would actually. The the wiggle that was that was as Malachi Martin would would uh, describe as oh, yeah. per, perfect possession. He's got the horns. Yeah. Here's some. Uh, it's not breaking, I suppose, but results are getting close in Georgia. Sixty-five uh, percent reporting Herschel Walker up forty-nine point six to forty-eight point six. So not only a one-point lead, but right on the cusp of that fifty-point uh, 50 threshold necessary to avoid the runoff. So we'll have to watch that one as uh, returns continue to come in. There, it looks oh, like. Well, it's only about a quarter of the votes in, but so far the Beaver is crushing Zeldin. Uh, unfortunately, be. but that's it's so early. It's twenty-two percent in. She's up sixty-five thirty-five, but I wouldn't put much stock in that. She's and, such a disgusting thing. <laughs> and she goes, and, and I don't want. I, I she has this. <laughs> she has this for. I'm sure. Like when when she went to to um. No, I can't say this. Forget about it. Of course I, you can. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't mean to. I don't mean to reveal our pillow talk, Frank, but when we were setting up earlier, you said, I'll be polite and I won't swear on your show. And I said, what kind of production do you think we're running around here? I, know, I, I understand. I just don't, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to go too, go too far, but you well, know, as she, long as you don't question vaccine efficacy, which we would never do. And as long as you don't say there may have been some questionables in the 2020 election, then there's yeah, nothing they, to worry about. Yeah. She was the one, she was the one that actually went as she made it religious. Now I always talk about how, uh, what we're facing right now is really not a, a foe, a problem, a psychosis that can be voted away. It's pretty much like you have to just stare it in the face and say, all right, well, it's me against rabies. What am I going to do with this rabies? Do I do I vote it away? Do I try to shame it? There's nothing you can't reason with rabies. But at the same time, it's it's really good to build a a character profile on these people. And when I was talking about this last year, uh, or maybe in the middle of 2020, I said, you know, it's really getting more and more stark that they have built up a religion around us. That not only do they have they they've built up their entire religious holiday uh, calendar that's parallel to our calendar. All of their uh, all of our patriotic holidays has the Juneteenths and the other thing things going on. They have uh, holy days. That's their Grammys. That's the Oscars. They have have mantras and prayers they have martyrs they even now have a eucharist the shot and she went out and she actually said she did you see the clip where she was speaking to people in new york city like maybe last year at some point or earlier this year and she said you're my apostles you have oh, to of course yeah. the, the whole apostles line is that this she's what well, she's she's in there because obviously she's willing to do things that the nipple twister was not willing to do yeah. Because the things that they that they brush under the rug, the fact that he's out of office and she's in, that is just a, a, a level of willingness that she had to do things that he was not willing to. I bet you any money. You know, you're very on point, not only in your analysis, but in your physical descriptions, because you describe a rabid. Uh, they have rabies. Of course, this is the rabid beaver that we're discussing. So I had to get a visual <laughs> oh, sample of what a rabid beaver even looks like. And I can't put it side by side, but I can toggle back and forth. Kathy Hochul, Rabid Beaver, uh, put them in a lineup and try to tell me who's who. I don't I don't know if you can. Uh, oh, are you going to display it? Well, I have it up. I just uh, I can send you the just Google Rabid Beaver. It's one of the first. It's just one of the first. <laughs> Hold on, 80 percent of the things that come up are going to be porn. Don't uh, Google <laughs> that's, Rabid I suppose it might be a little dangerous, but I did it. I got the <laughs> Google search up on the screen right now and there's no porn. You sure? Yeah. All right, be- now I have to do this. 
That beaver that beaver has rabies? I'm talking about the second one that's got the mega teeth in the uh in the results. Oh, are you on on the brave? Ah. The, the, a lot of these things are horrible. <laughs> she, yeah, these yeah, these are this is definitely they're definitely kindred. This is the this is her kin. It is. <laughs> this is where she comes from. I love that I, first I, article. That is a big beaver. Yeah, that's probably See, the one I was looking at. Is the beaver that attacked paddleboarder in North Carolina was rabid? No, that's, no, the one no. before it. Yeah, Blonde definitely took the moderation off in the search. I for sure <laughs> did, that, yeah. That, that big beaver. Or, yeah. or, the, uh, or the play on words in, in, um, in the, the Naked Gun films when, uh, when what's her name? Uh, Presley. When Priscilla Presley goes up the, the, the ladder and Leslie Nielsen looks up and goes, nice beaver. She goes, thanks. <laughs> I just had it stuffed. And she puts on the taxidermy. <laughs> oh, man. I love the play on words there. We but, haven't got um, to that movie yet. I haven't seen it. We so. did see Airplane, though. We did watch Airplane. You know, I'm so movie illiterate. I haven't talked to you about this, Frank, but I'm so movie reference illiterate that a year and a half ago, we started a weekly movie review that the audience is in on and they we have audience members make nominations and then they vote on what we're going to watch. So for the last year and a half, week by week, been watching a movie and learning the references, but uh, Naked Gun has not come up. Oh, my gosh. You need to, you, at least Naked Gun... One and two and a half. You have to watch. Um, and let me know. Text me whenever you guys get new movies that you're watching, because I'd like to watch it alongside of you mm. and at least be in the chat room for that. Because I'm I uh, I love breaking stuff like that down. That's great. Yeah, yeah. We do it each and every weekend uh, at the end of the stream on Sundays. We do a movie review, and and uh, for the most part, we agree. But okay, settle the score. I don't mean to make this. I wanted this to be election focused, but. Don't worry. Without telling, I'm not going to reveal going on next week. I'm not going to reveal any opinions between either one of us. But Blade Runner, your thoughts? Oh, uh, it's it's. I think it's brilliant. Um, but uh, but I, I do understand how the the pace. Uh, the biggest thing that I have encountered with people that I've shown the movie to when they're like, you know, I never saw that. So well, we we can watch it together. I'd love to watch it. Um, never. The pace kills people. I watched it twice. When it came up, because I watched the I watched the director's cut the first time and it sucked so bad that I thought I must be missing something. So then I watched the theatrical release. And uh, the only part that gave me any enjoyment was Harrison Ford saying the N word. That was about it. Dude, That movie is a classic. <laughs> it's it, it's so brilliant. No, <laughs> but no. I do understand how people don't uh, like it. What I don't understand is how you didn't like Tremors or Groundhog Day. You didn't Tremors. Like Tremors? I gave Tremors a two. Out of five. Out of five? I gave Groundhog Day a three out of five, and nobody has ever let me forget it for just thinking that movie was okay. And not yeah, it makes me want to slit your throat. I know I shouldn't be offended by yeah. people's movie opinions because it's an individual thing, but I just feel like like that it can't be. You there's no way you didn't love that movie. The, the ground the ground the, the, the floor for Groundhog Day is is four. We, we we the only it, I would have to say that we're only negotiating how many half stars are between four and five. I'm with you. Know? Yeah. Groundhog four. Day has been retroactively reduced to a one. You son <laughs> of a bitch! <laughs> I can't do this. You know, I yeah. broke my wife's heart on that one too because she loves that movie and we just don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> anyway, I did not mean for this to become. Uh, she's listening right now gang up on my movie opinions that was my fault for putting myself in that scenario uh we are near the top of the hour i know that uh you have some other guests coming up on your show right 
Well, I, I'm going to I'm just going to leave myself open to see if we're going to get a call from uh, Rich Barris for a little bit of an end of the night recap or whatever the hell we're seeing. Because as we said before, this is going to be going on for a little while longer. Um, I'm talking days. Have you been live but, since seven Eastern? I've been live since seven seven Eastern. <sighs> You're doing the marathon. So, All right. Oh, I no, I used to do I used to do twelve one in the morning because you know, before 2020, you were going to be there for some results. And yeah. I remember 2016 was so fun. Uh, around 11.30 p.m. is when we really started realizing, oh, oh my God, holy shit, Donald Trump is going to pull this one off. Yeah. And that that was a wonderful night. Um, but tonight, I'm just like, I'm I'm going to get out of here before 11. So it's it's a little bit of a marathon night, but I've, whatever. Uh, hmm. That's that's what I'm just doing here. So um, I appreciate you guys uh, bringing me on and I, and, and kind of combining our audiences. People really love it. I'd love to do it again with you guys one day for any occasion. You just say the word. Sure. Appreciate, uh, you hosting us as well. And it was nice to have everybody together to discuss before we let you go. You want to remind everybody in our audience, how they can find quite frankly. Yes. And and afterwards you guys please do, uh, Monday through Friday, Seven o'clock p.m. Eastern time over here in New York. Quite frankly, TV. You can watch it there, or you can watch it on Rumble and D Live and Twitch and YouTube for as long as we're there and whatever the hell else. And uh, big, big fans of the Matt Christensen uh, channel, especially Blonde. I can't tell you how much of an honor it was to meet you tonight, and it was an honor to fill in for you when you were bringing new life into the world. And uh, please let. Everybody know your broadcast schedule, your posting schedule, everything. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, are, are, yeah. Well, <laughs> Blondes is uh, once every six months, right? Yeah, really. Okay. Yeah. I'm Rebecca. I'm blonde in the belly of the beast. I Since I had my kid, and let's be honest, a little bit before, I've had a pretty erratic schedule um, for posting my YouTube channel based on what I'm interested in at that moment. So it's a... Uh, yeah, just just watch my catalog of videos. The new stuff is, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and then we do the Matt and Blonde Show, which is on Matt's channel. This is Matt Christensen. MattChristensenMedia.com. Christian like the religion, S-E-N. MattChristensenMedia.com. Our show's live on Sunday nights. Uh, each and every, uh, well, each and every Sunday night doing like a news breakdown type show. We have occasional guests as well. Uh, Wednesday show, we're live at 9 Eastern as well. And we're taking calls from our audience. Uh, and yep. just having a, a cozy call-in show where all sorts of oddities uh, are discussed. But uh, Wednesday and Sunday are the live times, and then I do my own individual content as well. Again, MattChristensenMedia.com if you want to find it. I, I, you know what? I'm going to have to call in one night on a Sunday night because I love oddity talk. That's another big thing that I love doing. Wednesdays for the weirdos, not Sundays. Yeah. We try to keep oh, it. Oh, Wednesdays? <laughs> yeah. You guys are talking about shadow people and all that stuff on yeah, Wednesday sure. night. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all the, right. yeah, the call-in show. Yeah. Oh, I should have gotten you guys on some of my, my October shows. We really spook it out hmm. in October. <laughs> but after the after the holidays are safely behind me, we go right back. Dead of winter, we still we go right back into spooky stuff. And Nice break open the dimensions twin peaksy kind of things and thank you guys again you're so gracious and, and enjoy the rest of your evening i'll talk to you soon of course you Bye, thank frank. you frank all right later, later right back guys stand by okay welcome back thanks again to our uh, friend frank over at quite frankly dot tv appreciate his time this evening and appreciate your patience i'm glad i was able to make it i hope somewhat seamless and what is uh always a uh, a difficult attempt to manage all the duct tape to make a live simulcast possible. So he's so delightful. Yeah. Frank's a lot of fun. Uh, and every, uh, every weeknight at uh, seven, if you want uh, 
a show with a lot of great guests. And of course, Frank is a great host. And, uh, you know, not only the politics to which we are accustomed, uh, accustomed, but as he mentioned, uh, a lot of oddities and uh, interesting concepts to think of that are totally outside the political world. So it's been uh, it's been a blast to get to know him. And I appreciate his product. Well, uh, we are due to catch in catch up with some of our super chatters. And uh, Ping, too, if you've seen any significant election updates, please do chime in. And then we'll get to your calls as soon as we're finished up with this break as well. And we'll take your calls for uh, the rest of the hour. We'll uh, continue to discuss uh, whatever you'd like to talk about and then uh, monitor election results as well until uh, until about 10 p.m. Eastern. And then we'll catch up with your chats and call it a night. So that is what to expect. Uh, are you ready to go with chats? Yeah. Oh, I said yes, but I meant no. Let me reload. This. <laughs> uh, all right. I have some. I forgot we're doing the uh, Joe Biden's clean diaper and joe biden's almost poopy diaper these are combined oh. chats so i'm just gonna go with it oh god why did i have to come out tonight kamala and jill said the fix is in they better be right and apparently biden's diaper got a little bit rougher as the night went on he says he just saw the governor races in florida and texas death santis is 14 points ahead and abbott pulled ahead of beto with only blue districts reporting I'm hearing a farting noise mm. and there's a really bad smell. Someone please help me. So the diaper indeed is in rough condition. Gross. Uh, Gross. All right. Should I, I think, do Eric Marley? Yeah. Let's start on the YouTube chats. Since uh, C-19 election laws have par- have largely been undone, we are on the precipice of a red wave. And there sits Blonde, the nuclear bomb, the real conservative facilitating the end because because Jesus saves. <laughs> hey, if you guys think that uh, your vote is going to get us out of this mess. You are delusional. Um, I guess it couldn't hurt. I don't know, but um, it's not. The feds help. will find a way despite your vote. I certainly am convinced of that, but yep. Hey man, I'm voting just to see Rand Paul investigate Fauci. That's my motivating factor. I want to watch Seems the like show. We're not going to see a crushing blow tonight for you personally, which in many ways is disappointing. Well, you know, in way uh, the, for that being, the potential premise of the show should have thought that more thoroughly because of course, as they're telling us, we don't get the surprise results at until the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, You're supposed to, you're supposed to see the red mirage and then the real results to live stream from the toilet tomorrow. Right. We should have gone 8 AM or something like that. We really should have gone 4 AM is what Tommy should have done. Totally. Um, Max jokes aside, I hope you both still love doing the show. The routine viewership has been a source of sanity and fun twice a week for years now. And I hope producing content is for you too, as well. You know, it is, this yeah, is, I, this show actually predates my marriage for both of us. Yeah. By many years. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. this show is responsible for my marriage. This show is responsible yep. for my son. It's responsible for yeah. my entire family, but I enjoy the show for the show's sake too. I, I wouldn't yeah. be doing this if I genuinely didn't enjoy doing it. Um, I, I work harder at this product, like my entire channel as a product than I ever did for anybody else, Mm -hmm. but that's what's rewarding about it. That's what, that's the, that's what makes it even like I have fun while I'm making something that, um, I'm able to, to support my family on and I'm incredibly grateful for that. So thank you for being a part of that. Uh, Daniel Yeager, before we get this party started, a word from our new sponsors, Perkins Cooey and the Metaverse. Remember, elections have consequences. Clown world elections have clown world consequences. Yeah. That the truth. Yeah. Thank you, Matthew. Um, Hillbilly Deluxe. You said we're doing Sunday rules, right? Yes. Yeah. 
uh, did vote, however, very concerned about the shenanigans happening in Tulsa and Maricopa County. Blonde, now is your chance to completely back black pill the shit out of me. Let her rip. Hmm. I don't know. Did you listen to last Wednesday's show? I feel like I did a pretty good job defending my case for not voting. Um, we had a long conversation about that. We really with, did. Uh, caller, I mean, yeah. I, I just don't think that it behooves anybody to be engaged in a meaningful way in a system that is fundamentally broken through cheating. Like at a certain point, if somebody's cheating in chess, you have to be like, I'm not fucking playing anymore. I'm not doing it. The only additional point I would add that you did at the time is for that strategy to be effective. It requires a mass organization of, of disobedience or, but it doesn't because the person that is cheating doesn't have to quit because they're going to continue to win based, based on their cheating. Well, I suppose whether People it's that are taxes voting aren't or looking at it, they're they're like all the all the wins on the right are because the left is letting us win. I, ooh, that's that's a pretty bold claim. I but I I I don't know that I could. There, I think there's a, some shenanigan basis to say that. Is it the full control of letting us win? I don't know. Like if there's a big result tonight, would I go as far as a big red result? Would I go as far as to say they willed that they allowed that? Yeah. I don't know. That would require it would require a lot of organization in a lot of states. But uh, these people have um, surprised me with their craftiness and their lack of morality in many ways before. So I suppose I shouldn't resist it entirely. Um, Wales says, let's go, Brandon. Let democracy die. Uh, Simon uh, Reschek. Apparently quad is an offensive term. Today I'm riding around the farm uh, on my differently abled motorcycle. Quad. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Differently quad abled motorcycle. Referring I, I to quadriplegic? No, I think he's talking about a four wheeled motorcycle. Right, but why is quad offensive? Is that why? Because of quadriplegic, right? No. Okay. I don't know. Brady Sutliff, can we make Election Day a federal holiday for Christ's sake? It has not yet happened because the bean counters know we work. Also, my county in Pennsylvania ran out of paper. Polls open until 10 p.m. Clown roll. I did, uh, yeah, I, I saved that topic as a potential one to discuss if we uh, had time. They uh, they ran out of paper. Is it Luzerne County or how do you say that? And they ran out of paper early this morning, which is weird. It's like, it's who who did the preparation here? It's The system is you go vote on a like a tablet. When yeah. you're done voting, it prints out a piece of paper. You take the paper over to the scanner. Yeah. Paper right. would be a very necessary supply in that arrangement. How is it possible that you're out of paper the reports were coming out at like late, late in the morning this morning and a judge extended voting in that particular County in Pennsylvania until 10 PM. So just, just now within the last 10 minutes. Yikes. Do you want me to read all these? Let's uh, let me just get a couple off tippy stream here and then uh, we'll, we'll come back to the chats uh, at the end of the stream and at the top of the hour. Appreciate you guys. Uh, let's see. Danny from Montana says voting is gay. I didn't vote. But I do hope this red wave comes as the lefties will be so butt mad. These same people call you un-American for questioning the 2020 election while also claiming the right is going to steal the next elections. Cheers and uh, something Hitlery. I, I can't believe <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, well, the, the, the topic comes up again. Uh, do you want to participate in the system that you believe is corrupt and broken or do you not? I was listening to yeah. local radio this morning. They were doing their own call in show and a, a guy called in with the classic take of if you don't vote, you have no right to complain. And I still am an advocate of voting. 
But I also hate that take the idea that you must choose A or B or you can't argue for C. Yeah, okay, I understand that. I, I hate that argument. And I'm someone who thinks you should vote. I think that you should not just locally. I think that you should exercise your vote federally. I don't think it's sufficient to change what we need to change, but I, I do see value in doing it. It can only help. But these people who tell you that you must in order to say that you disagree with it later, I can't get on board with that premise. I just think that that's absurd, but that that's usually offered without any pushback. Like, yeah, yeah. that's true. You got to vote or you can't complain. No, I don't. I definitely can complain all I want if I if I don't vote. But anyway, uh, Whitwant. Thank you, Danny. Whitwant says done running our small precinct in Pennsylvania on Thursday. The delivery people dropped two of our voting machines and they cracked. Oh, Oz won over Fetterman, but Fetterman got more than I expected. Shapiro also got more than I expected, predicting Fetterman win and Shapiro win. Well, clown world does compel it. So I fully expect to look at lump neck from Pennsylvania for the next six years minimum. Ugh. Good Lord. We'll see how that turns out. from Pennsylvania. I can check on the results uh, in a moment. Mike Hawk, 420 Blazin. Republicans are red. Democrats are blue. Both of them are controlled by nefarious forces, he says. Uh, (laughs) Susan Susan prohibits me from uh, referencing that any further. Thank you, Mike. And uh, we will come back to your chats uh, at the top of the hour. Thank you, guys. Uh, I did request an update from Ping um, Two. I'll have to just circle back with you. But did she die? Uh, Ping Maybe Two, are you there? she's taking care of your baby. No, he's sleeping. I'm alive. Okay. <laughs> have you seen any uh, notable developments? Uh, John Fetterman is in fact ahead currently. Okay. How? So I know. <laughs> and uh, but the good news is uh, Stacey Abrams lost again. <laughs> oh, that's so, called. Okay. It's already well, over. Well, you know, NBC. I don't think has called it yet, but most places are. Wow. With almost, uh, well, it's only 43% of precincts reporting in Pennsylvania, but Fetterman has a five point lead on Oz 5146. That's uh, that, that's a big lead, but also we have a lot of vote counting left to do. Georgia Herschel Walker about where we, about where it was when I mentioned it with Frank, he's still got a half point lead uh, on Warnock 67% reporting somewhat of a surprise. But again, very early, about half of precincts reporting in Wisconsin, Mandela Barnes leading Ron Johnson at the moment. But I won't uh, be too concerned with that. Oh, uh, and in Arizona, with 38 percent of precincts reporting, Mark Kelly leads Blake Masters by a large margin. But that, too, is early on. Uh, let me see. Are they what, what's the status of uh, Georgia governor here? Uh, Brian Kemp. Yeah, sizable lead over Stacey Abrams, almost nine points. 68% reporting, that is probably safe. Uh, and that's probably about all we can report on. Beto is still struggling down by a lot to Greg Abbott, so that one might be over too. Okay, thank you for the update. Anything else you want to discuss before we get back to our callers? Me? Anyone. Oh, nope. All right, let's, uh, let's talk to Skeletal Hammer. Skeletal Hammer, are you there? Hello, can you hear me? Yes. yes, sir. What's on your mind? Right. This is a uh, based in New York teacher. I'm back. Ah. Um, so I think that you guys have some problems with stupid black pills, not voting. Hmm. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Well, that you guys, I voted. I'm trying to, I'm trying to no, stand I, up I'm for just, it. I'm not specifically talking about you two, the uh, audience I see. as well. Yeah. Um, you know, people have to vote to make it harder for them to win on every front. Cause if people aren't voting, 
then, you know, you're just giving them the free win on this part. So everyone's got to do the stupid vote. Uh, my town ran out of ballots twice. I live in a small conservative town in New York. Hmm. And we ran out of ballots twice, had to wait 20 minutes to vote. What the hell's going on with it? Why are there, there's also that one in, we were just talking about the case in Pennsylvania. How is, uh, of all the foreseeable problems on election day, having sufficient paper and or ballots seems like something that should be, uh, that, that just wow. seems like something that shouldn't happen. What, what went on? Yeah. Tinfoil hat me says, uh, election suppression because you know, this is a conservative area. Um, but also me is typically voting in New York is a big waste of time for a conservative. So, um, perhaps the projected amount of votes from my area was very small because historically it was small and they just ordered the appropriate number for historical turnouts of the past and didn't have enough clearance, uh, on the high end, I guess. Right. Yeah. Cause we ran out twice. They had to get a whole bunch more. How long did you have to wait? Um, well, I, when I went in, it took me, I was just had to walk right in, vote and leave. But then when I came back with my girlfriend to have her vote, hmm. um, took 20 minutes for them to get the votes. And I don't know how long they had been out for at that point. Okay. So not, not a, in your case, at least not a terribly long wait, but were other people waiting an, an extreme amount of time or was it not that bad? I'm not sure when they ran out. I should have asked uh. them that. Cause you know, if they ran out at seven, that would be an hour. Yeah. If they ran out at, 730 and it's half an hour but but either way you know there's people that are going to go home and aren't going to come back to vote yeah yeah all right okay so you're making the affirmative case uh you have any other thoughts on uh on pushing back on the voting black pill yeah um so i think one of the big things is obviously vote but the other thing is get jobs as civil servants Hmm. republicans have to do it they don't do it you know teachers they're all a bunch of progressive lunatics um, you have to be a teacher, go get that job, <laughs> go make sure that the future is not retarded. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to say for that. I, I, uh, man, what, what, what level do you teach? I teach high level in high school okay. and I teach high level in middle school. So I, I get a lot of pretty good students. Um, you know, not all teaching jobs suck. You can get a job selectively choose your degrees so that you're going to teach kids that aren't mouth breathers. Yeah. Um, Do you, uh, when you're at work, uh, obviously I assume you're not talking politics with your students, but you have some gauge of the politics of your peers the teachers. Do you ever push back or are you kind of the, the stay quiet to keep your head down type? Oh yeah. Um, I definitely push back, but I'm not, I never make it over what my politics are. I'm hmm. usually just saying, no, we're not doing that. So we had a diversity uh, and inclusion seminar Mm. and uh, I pushed back on that and I said, no, I'm not doing this. Um, You know, you just flip the black and the white in this right away and you'll see that this is racist. And I refuse to teach, treat my students differently based on the color of their skin. And uh, I had a huge amount of support for that Hmm. from a lot of teachers that won't say anything, but they're supporting me. Well, there is a lot to say about that. That principle, I'm sure in that professional environment or just we saw a lot of that with the whole Corona context, too, where everybody's kind of thinking something similar. But for a whole whole number of reasons, uh, they are hesitant to be the first to speak up. 
because you think that you're going to face some consequences or something like that. So uh, a lot to be said for exactly what you're talking about, taking a leadership role in your workplace or your school or wherever it is that you're going on a daily basis to try to be that voice for people who are otherwise intimidated to say something, even though everybody in the room kind of knows it's sort of a common sense thing. People are still afraid to say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That Mm -hmm. is very true. Um, And on top of being a civil servant, I also think that we need to get more people on school boards. We had a school board election where we had a conservative run against a progressive and the conservative won three to one on votes because not very many people vote on the school boards and our schools kind of fed up with the bullshit. All right. Well, I appreciate the thoughts, man. I appreciate the, uh, the can do optimism. It is always refreshing. uh, And hopefully we get an outcome tonight that, uh, that is along those lines. Uh, Appreciate your call. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Let's talk to Maul. Maul, are you there? Maul. Maul. I got nothing. Do you hear anything? Mm-mm. Okay. Let's uh, see if we can get another caller here. Maul, we'll put you in the uh, technical difficulties uh, room. We'll see if we can get you back. Orwell's ghost, are you there? Nothing. Orwell. There we go. Orwell, are you there? Yeah, I'm good. How is everybody? We are well. What's on your mind? Well, I mean, I guess you guys want to talk about election stuff. My, one of my, 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 our candidate that my wife and I went and voted against today was, uh, she was actually in national news. It was Elaine Luria from the Norfolk, Virginia Beach, Chesapeake area of Virginia. And I think she got fucking steamrolled. Um, Which candidate is we, this? Say that one more time. I want to look up the race. Yep. Elaine Loria. She was going against Jen Kiggins. Um, okay. And she, uh, her, her big campaign, I can't, I can't even believe this was real, but her campaign video was, it was her looking directly into the camera and she said, if you don't think January 6th was a big deal, you don't need to vote for me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> what? Bold strategy. Like, okay. Yeah, I was like, fucking done. Yeah. I don't think it was a big deal. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna vote for the other woman. And my and, and my wife's my my wife's sort of a little a little bit left of center, although since we've been together, she's gotten a little bit more right of center. And she's just like, there's some things about Jen Kiggins that she doesn't like, but she looked at Lane Laurie and she's like, No, this woman's a fucking psycho. She's <laughs> she's crazy. Um and I was a little bit nervous earlier. I was, I say nervous. I really, I don't, I subscribe to Charles Haywood and say that, you know, the, the America is going to be saved by Red Caesar. Some, some absolute psychopathic tyrant is going to come in and just smoke all these people out and, and look at the 50 states and say, I absolve you guys of your federal, you know, uh, commitments i'm going to take care of national defense and money or issuing money and you guys are free to do what you want but i was a little bit nervous earlier and i was just like man it's not looking good for herschel walker and then i i was literally watching and i saw the numbers just slowly not actually yeah just decay for Raphael warnock yeah and and a few other guys and i guess jd vance has been declared and oh has uh, he i didn't see that that's great yeah, yeah, yeah. J.D. Vance actually got declared by New Republic, which is a left-wing organization. Hmm. So, 
I'm looking yeah. at the the race that you're talking about. Jen Kiggins against Elaine Luria. This is uh, Virginia two, I think. Yeah, Virginia second. Uh, that is looking like yep. a red flip at this point. 78 yeah. yeah. reporting, ten point lead for Kiggins. So that looks like one of the yeah. uh, what could be the wave of flips this evening. Yeah, and on top of that, so Youngkin won this area last year because they split the gubernatorial vote, you know, the gubernatorial districts differently. Um, Glenn Youngkin captured basically. So Hampton roads consists of, if you're not familiar with the region, it consists of Virginia beach, Chesapeake, Norfolk, like Newport news, um, Hampton and like sort of Suffolk, uh, Virginia. It's, 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 it's like a, you know, a, a slight region. It's kind of split into like five or six different areas in, in regional, uh, but it's like two congressional districts. It was like Biden plus five or six, I think, for both congressional districts. And last year it it, it flipped plus like three in every district. And this year it looks it looks like it's it's gonna flip by a lot for um for congress so um yeah i mean i i I don't put a lot of stock into it and my brother and i were talking about we're talking about the other night he thinks it's going to be a much he thinks it's going to be a much bigger bloodbath than the the pollsters getting credit for and he i think the guy's name is is it burris uh barris oh rich barris Um, yeah he's on uh, frank's show tonight it might be right now actually yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He said, he said that guy's that guy's got his shit figured out pretty well. And yeah, I looked great. at it, and he's like, yeah, yeah, he does. And what we were talking about, and I mean, uh, I don't know how long you guys have with us tonight. I don't know if it's a typical week show, but um, the last thing I want to say is, I suspect that if this if DeSantis is smart, he's going to realize that Jeb Bush. And all these other, all these other, you know, fruitcake cocksuckers are trying to, are just, they're just using him. And they want, they want to pull him onto their team before Trump is able to pull, pull him onto his team. Yeah, that was, um, that's what Rich was explaining that, uh, that the sort of that, those forces were trying to hijack DeSantis for that purpose. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, and I don't think DeSantis is compromised. Don't get me wrong. I think DeSantis is sort of doing his own thing right now and weighing his options. I think once he sees the light, he'll probably be like, okay, I see what these fucking people are doing. But point being, when Trump wins the 2024 election, the wet dream here is that he puts Rand Paul, because frankly, Rand Paul is useless in the Senate. He's not useless. He's he's awesome. He's great. I love the guy. Um, he's my favorite. If 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 I had to chalk up my favorite politicians, he and Thomas Massey would be the only ones that I would not that I would not proscript in in the purging. Um, they're the only two that would, <laughs> well, that's that a would survive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but 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 Rand Paul, if he puts Rand Paul as the attorney general, which you don't have to be a lawyer to be the attorney general. Everybody's like, oh, you have to be a lawyer. No, you don't have to be a lawyer. You can, I, you can do whatever the hell you want. Like, they could make me. I, I, I'm a history major. They yeah. could make me the, you know, the surgeon general. It wouldn't matter. Um, but if they made Rand Paul the attorney general, 
I suspect there would be commissions, like criminal commissions and tribunals that would go after the after the COVID and January 6th commissions. Um, I think that I think that the Rand great Paul Liz Cheney be, reversal. We get her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think if Rand, I, Rand Paul and, and Blonde, you can talk to your, your husband about this. I think if Rand Paul, Rand Paul is sort of like a is sort of like a. Uh, a disgruntled Lance Corporal in the Marine Corps when he gets an when he gets just the modicum of authority and power he take he will take it way too fucking far. Rand and Paul, he, I don't know. I I don't I think I I suspect he probably will. Hmm. Um, I I think he's a rule of law sort of guy, but I think he's also the kind of guy that if the right person got to him and said, "Look, dude, you got to put your constitutional." Uh, uh, your constitutional like adherence to the side, your your commitment to it, you got to sort of put that on the back burner for a while. We got a lot of we we we've got some we've got some shit we've got to really smoke out of here. Yeah, and dude, you you've seriously got to be a solo right now. You've got to be a solo. You've got to be a Napoleon. You've got to really smoke these fucking freaks out of here, and and take care of business, and then we can get back to the rule of law. Um. I, I think Rand Paul is dead weight in the Senate again, not because he's ineffective, but because his talents could be used anywhere except as vice president. Hmm. I don't right. know. There are limitations on a curly haired man and what he can accomplish in life. How tall is he? Do we know? I don't know. I think he's like, I think he's like five eleven. but to be fair, hmm. my brother sent me a picture. He says before, uh, before he's coronavirus and then it shows a picture after he's like, after after he gets injected by a biological weapon, and he's got a beard and all that shit. And he looks yeah. like Wolverine. It's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, totally. All right. Yeah. We, we got to let I, you go. I, but I, uh, I, I look forward to this prospective Rand Paul future. Yeah. Hey, and update, hey, and real quick update on the kid. She is totally awesome. That's great. Right -eyed and bushy -tailed, so well, congrats to your family. I'm glad to hear it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And got, enjoy, enjoy the night, guys. Yeah. Have a great night. Bye. -bye. Take care. Uh, let's, uh, let's get, let's take another one here. Forking around. Oh, forking around. Go for it. Hey, what's on your mind? Oh, well, I'm in, uh, Oregon here Ooh. and I guess we're not going to get our election results until tomorrow or close uh, tomorrow afternoon is what I'm told. Well, that, that governor's race I think is very interesting and it looks like there are some interesting congressional races there too. What are your uh, predictions? <laughs> I, I, I don't have any hope. <laughs> so <laughs> You're not feeling optimistic? Was, yeah. So for, I, I don't know, like Portland and Salem are just, they're just strong cities. So, are you familiar with the uh, the gun ballot measure, the gun control ballot measure? I was looking at that earlier yeah. today. Yeah, that's what I was uh, gonna talk to you guys about. Oh, sure. That's like God. I'd I'd say take Tina Kotek and not pass that if uh, <laughs> I had the choice there. <laughs> uh, Blonde, have you seen a picture of Tina Kotek? Mm, I don't think so. Let me. Uh, I, I'd be curious for your on the spot analysis of Tina Kotek. All right, let's see. Uh, hold on, hold on. Ah! Me, <laughs> I don't have it. She up looks on. like Anderson Cooper. Uh, she kind of does look like, uh, a little bit like transgender Anderson Cooper. And she looks like a thumb. And is she albino? 
Uh, that I don't know. Let me uh, let me get this screen, this picture up so the audience Woof. can I mean, it, for Typically, themselves. it's not ugly women's fault that they're ugly, but like she could do something with her hair or like wear a burqa or... She uh, could potentially be the first LGBTQ governor, I believe. Something Whatever. like that. Uh, but uh, this gun, this this ballot measure in Oregon, correct me if I'm wrong, but this would basically, it would require you guys to get a state-issued permit just to buy a gun, and then they're going to do the typical high-capacity magazine ban. All right, well, that- yeah, and then it's a mis- misdemeanor if I own a high-capacity. Oh, so you have to bag. surrender ones that you have currently. Yeah. If I think I think they get grandfathered in. Maybe, maybe oh, okay. they don't, but well, the if problem- I get caught with one... Like I, my my concealed carry, I believe, is like thirteen rounds. So I I don't know what happens if I get caught with that. Well, and that's um, those magazines too. How are they going to know if they if they allow an amnesty if they grandfather in your existing high capacity magazines? Magazines are not serialized. How are they going to know when you got that, where you got it? As a practical matter for enforcement, it's impossible. We're talking. Yeah. Again, we're talking about pieces of plastic with springs in them. We're not talking about some sophisticated piece of machinery. That's all that hard to put together from parts or even potentially 3d print or other things like that. I think, I, I think I remember hearing like, it's just a toss up though, but because I heard in like California, there's a guy going through some legal process where the, uh, the magazines that he bought, were grandfathered in and they were charging him though and he was like no it's through this amnesty period or something but they were still well how would they him. how would they ever prove it i guess they'd have to get receipts from your well, prior he actually purchases, had receipts but, at that point well what if uh, yeah i guess well but, but even so that it's was, like he was protected under that oh so he was able to prove his innocence event i but believe it was eventually let's say i paid was, cash for like an ar magazine five years ago how in god's name is that ever going to be tracked and if i have 30 of them how do you know which one is which yeah and where the purchase came it's all it's all complete nonsense i'm you know i'm not asking you to answer of course i'm just asking rhetorically for how these people even think that's possible um yeah all right well did you have any other thoughts on the uh the state of oregon or the state of the race in oregon before we let you go well there's this uh crazy moment when because I actually didn't think it was going to pass at all. And until I went to the gun store recently and I went, uh, we were talking to the sales guy and maybe, maybe this guy was just a really good salesman. But, uh, he was, uh, uh, he was, uh, betting that they were going to pass. Hmm. And so we ended up buying two, uh, two lowers right there. Or are they going to make uh are they going to do some kind of assault weapons ban or something like that? I I just saw magazines. I don't I don't think so. I th- I think we we just were wanting the lowers. Yeah. Well, At it's going to be point, we were just going to check out. We weren't planning to buy them. So Well, it's a currency think... of the future. It's like you buy some silver rounds, you buy some AR lowers, you bury them in the woods, you buy some <laughs> yeah. you buy some food yeah. kits so, so that when this when this is all realized, you have uh not only defense mechanisms, but tradable commodities. Yeah. And it was just on our list to get eventually. But then when he was talking, he was just like, yeah, we, we actually plan on that bill passing. 
and we're planning out a, like a whole week in advance to uh, do inventory to change to change their inventory to update it for that bill and so that's what got us freaked out hmm. well thank you for the thoughts uh, godspeed to you and your state i hope that thing doesn't pass but uh, we'll keep an eye on it if it does i'm leaving but <laughs> I, I can't blame you i don't want to live in a place where they tell me i can't defend myself and i know they're saying you can within all these limitations but again go get a let's say you you're in oregon you haven't bought a gun yet they're going to tell you, you got to go through this ridiculous process of providing your fingerprints and paying all these fees to the state for the privilege of just buying the gun in the first place. No, I'm uh, on principle. These, this is not their end game. This is not the end point. Even if you think that the 10 round magazine ban and their, their state permit is justified. They're not going to stop until they seize every firearm in that state. Yep. If, unless someone you know makes them stop. So yeah, uh, it's, it's to the point where it's just, I'm horrified to even like defend myself now when it's uh, completely well, legal to. Yeah. Never forget the like, case of a couple of years ago. We had uh, is Michael Strickland, I believe is his name, right? The guy who, def- who defended himself from Antifa in downtown Portland by drawing right. and pointing when they were surrounding yeah, yeah. him. And as I, as I understand, he is still a convicted felon. He was never able to appeal that case. And because the state insane. of Oregon abused him, for trying to leave and they pursued him and he pointed his Glock and finally deterred them. Now he is a felon prohibited from defending himself in any state in the union. Thanks to federal law. They're just wild. And as these people creep, they will make it not just so you can't defend yourself in your state. So you can't defend yourself anywhere, anywhere. And that's what they did to him. Just crazy. Well, I uh, talking to you guys. Of course. Thanks for calling in. I hope the best uh, uh, for I I love the state of Oregon for personal reasons. I hope uh, all that stuff gets beautiful. uh, Yeah. Rejected. So, yeah. Thanks, man. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Real quick before we take one more call. I did have some uh, additional topics prepared just in case they came up or we needed some things to talk about. Uh, But I want to talk about this briefly before we're at the end of the stream. Did you see Jenk's tweet tonight? (laughs) No. What do you say? I love these tweets of people like realizing the results of their own philosophies or voting habits or anything. Jenk, earlier today, let's see, as of four o'clock mountain time, the young Turks who I assume were doing live material of the election, uh, live election coverage, the power went out. And so they got knocked offline and Jenk was not happy about this. Jenk tweeted, we're off the air right now because the power went out in L.A. as it does all the time. Eric Garcetti is the worst mayor of all time. He hasn't bothered to do his job in years. The Democrats running L.A. are the most incompetent people on the planet. He's almost there. Well, dude, if we could get Jenk. <laughs> I, I, I love the implication, whether Jenk intends for that. I, I'm not sure that's what he means or or not. I don't want to unfairly characterize him, but yeah. the implication being that it's just the Democrats running L.A. that are the incompetent ones. It's it's geographically located to Los Angeles, of course. If you <laughs> yeah, vote for these people in uh, red states, they actually manage things very very well. So, uh, yeah, I, I when you uh, want these people in office and you want the power given to them. The power centralized. Uh, the power gets turned off, ironically. So I, I don't have a lot of sympathy. I do have a little, admittedly, a little bit of enjoyment of that. Uh, let's get another caller in here. Uh, Reinhardt. Reinhardt, are you there? Hello. Hi. What's on your mind? 
Oh, good to talk to you guys again. I haven't been able to get in for like six months because I've been on mobile and it never works for me. Oh, so. I thought you were going to say because we're so beloved and popular. <laughs> Demand I mean, at an all-time high. Long. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm still on Team Black Pill for all this because I think I'm mm. going to wake up in the morning the same as I did on 2020 and find that our red wave has turned into a red puddle. Well, and even even still, they're not the red wave has yet to materialize. We really have very few races called. I'm looking at the map right now. And as far as the house, they're saying two Republican seats gained so far. And when I started the stream, that was three. So somehow one got taken back. The fortification I think is going to be very strong. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they're telling us don't expect results on election night. That's a thing of the past. That's how it's supposed to work. Forget the fact that up until the last election, up until 2018, this is not how it worked ever, but ever. now this is how it's supposed to work. Right. The amount of front loading they've been doing in the media has has uh, has my Jimmy's rustled. I, I think they're they're preparing us mentally for a big a big fuck around. So when of you course, say you're blackpilled, yeah. is it just that you're worried about tomorrow morning's results or are you blackpilled on the whole pro- on the whole concept of voting or what's the nature of your black pill? Both. I mean, let's unfortunately, it feels like even if I got my way and we got somehow a super majority, I'm talking 75 percent of both the House and the Senate. I mean, I know that's not mathematically possible, but if that happened, I mean, we're just going to send billions more based on their voting record to Ukraine and they're going to keep doing what they're always doing. And yeah, that is, is I don't see anyone that represents my interests to vote for. So why vote? Exactly. It is very demoralizing to know that the one thing that they can all agree on is endless checks to Ukraine. They don't agree on much, but which is a country I've never given a fuck about. Not I wouldn't care for. Yeah, let's be real. You know, England, but this is Ukraine. Who gives a shit? No, we shouldn't be giving money to any country. What do you think the odds are? Let's say this goes as planned, where you get a pretty significant House majority and maybe a slim Republican majority in the Senate. And they stonewall Biden on pretty much everything. And Biden tries to do executive orders on things as he's done. He gets shot down in the courts. And we basically have gridlock, which is an improvement, I would say, but maybe not ideal. But the one thing they can agree on is massive spending bills to Ukraine. Yeah, to Ukraine. That's the one thing they come together to do, say, in the spring. First order of business, perhaps, say February. Big aid package to Ukraine. You got to wonder why. Republicans are laundering money, too. Oh, yeah, of course. We're going to get our big fat omnibus and whoever's president's going to sign it because they don't want to shut down the government, which is my biggest problem with Trump is that we didn't just tell him to fuck off and veto every omnibus. I know. Oh, my God. You had four opportunities to do this and to Mm -hmm. swing your dick around in the strongest way you can. And he just wouldn't do it. He chickened out every time. So even if we get, oh, the big man Trump back in office, we get fuck all out of it. By the way, I think I that like deadline, <laughs> I think that deadline's coming up uh, in March. I saw some reporting recently. We do face a debt ceiling limit in the spring. So one of the so first we'll just do what they always do. Yeah. Are we going right. to. I'm, I'm sure the Republican demand will be we won't raise the debt limit unless we cut some spending. So, again, the position will not be stop raising the debt limit. Stop borrowing money. We've already borrowed far more than we could ever pay back at least in our lifetimes probably uh 
the position is, why don't you borrow a little bit less and we'll spend a little bit less, but we'll still spend beyond our means. That's the conservative yeah, exactly. position. Well, yeah, that's that was what I was going to say. It's it's, it's going to be, well, we can't afford to spend $1.8 trillion. We got to get that down to at least 1.6. Yeah. This arguably is the biggest problem with our country right now. But like, I, I, I'm so sick of hearing this get out the vote thing from people on the right. Uh, these constitutional conservatives, it's so frustrating. It's like, but, but nobody represents my interests. That's exactly the problem. Nobody represents my interests. That's why I don't vote. And the woman thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't see, I don't see your agenda. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if all the other women are going to vote, why would I tell right wing women not to vote? You know, until we can get them all out of the game, uh, do what you can. No, I, I agree with that, too. But like uh, the, the spending thing in particular irks me about about conservatives. Like, I can't even count on constitutional conservatives to to truly want to reduce the deficit and cut foreign aid. I mean, if we can't agree on that, like you cannot call yourself a conservative if you don't immediately want to end all foreign aid programs. Well, yeah, and we have to end all, right. we have to end broad pieces of the federal government itself. That's that's the yeah. trouble. It's like we, we don't we can't go there and reduce spending. We have to delete entire departments. Exactly. And, and that's something that I used to have in common with classical liberals, libertarians, and constitutional conservatives. But now it's like who of those people still still believe that? John Stossel's been pretty consistent, I will say. That mustache like has been right about years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, he, he's kind of like the uh, heir apparent to uh, Ron Paul in many ways. Similar yeah, perspectives. Ron Paul and, and Rand Paul Ron have Paul. also been um, very consistent about this. Yeah. Yeah. When Ron Paul lost in a uh, 2008, you know, I wasn't that he was the last guy I was really excited about. I mean, mm. don't get me wrong; I can't wait for Trump to campaign again because it's like the Olympics for me. It's it is. I mean, that's the seen. thing. We I just do like I just show up for the lols, which is a kind of a shitty reason to be politically involved, right? That's yeah, as good I, of a I agree, reason as any. You know, you you cannot deny the entertainment value of that man. He there's he's unlike watching anybody else. It's so entertaining, and it does shake up the boredom of my life. So. I've been thinking yeah, a lot about this. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, if nothing else, I get a, a huge amount of Schadenfreude just watching them melt down as he succeeds. I know yeah. I can't. But, I uh, can't deny the show value, and I keep thinking about who I want to run uh, as Trump is set to announce this time next week, and whether he's the the wise political choice to support or not. And uh, politically. Like, uh, the rational part of my mind doing the political analysis says it would be smarter to pick someone with less baggage, but I, I have to see the show. I have to I see know. the end of this story. It's a, now I, I want that second term. It, it's, it's a, it's an emotional argument from my perspective at least, but I still have to see it. I, I can't deny it. I want to see the show. Yeah. And I, I just, uh, I want to give yeah. him a chance to go scorched earth. If he's got it in him, you know, I'll, I want to see it, you know, when he doesn't have to run, worry about reelection, I want to see him pardon Snowden and Assange. And I want to wake up one day and the FBI and all these three little letter, letter but would agencies he do that? I mean, would he do that? from the face of the planet with the stroke of a pen. No, of he... course he wouldn't do that. This is my fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I, I just don't think he has it in him, even if he doesn't have the prospect of running again. Like, I, I don't know that. No, that... I, I don't think so either. That that's purely like oh my, that's the that's what would redeem him in my eyes if I woke up and I was like oh my god what what's he doing I was wrong all along he had this four D yeah. chess plan the whole time or if he started tweeting like memes about the vaccine causing myocarditis or something <laughs> like I'd be in yeah that. or or like you know Holocaust numbers 
Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> One step like, okay, at a now, time. Now the man's back. Okay. If Trump goes full Kanye, then I'm I'm in. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, He's thank like, you. Where are all these Jews in my family? <laughs> Jeez. Get out of here. Right. You're going to get us canceled. I thought this was a family production. All right. Whoever said okay. this is a family production. No, that's right. That was never advertised. Never. In fact, the Bob's opposite was. It was like a college show. Yeah. So yeah, I know this is a little like upgrade to the college show. Yeah. College show plus Susan might have special eyes on this one for election denial and other forbidden. She actually fruits. might. I was going to say no, she doesn't, but maybe you're right about yeah. that. Well, thank you for the call. And uh, I hope we don't wake up tomorrow to your forecast, but as of now, <laughs> there's really nothing definitive, and it looks like that forecast is already taking shape potentially. But yeah, well, if I may, uh, I got one more thing. Well, we I, I want to make sure we get to uh, as many get calls out of as here. we can. If you if you can say it in like a sentence or two, absolutely. But yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm I'm a Gypsy Crusader's friend, and he would oh, love okay. to be on the show if you guys would be wanting to have him. <laughs> So, I saw, uh, I did get an, to tell you guys that <laughs> I did get an email about him. So I'll have to, I'm not sure if you messaged me or if someone else did, but I got an email yeah, about me. that. Dude, okay, so I'll, I love gypsy crusader. My friends um, gave me a, because I had forgotten yeah. who he was. They, they showed me some of his videos and I was like, Oh yeah. But skag, this cannot, he can't, there's no freaking oh, way. Gypsy gonna, crusader. Am I going to ruin, show. is this a career ruining? No, no, prospect? I totally, he gets that too. So <laughs> dude, it's a career no, ruiner no, for you. I don't care. Does, does gypsy crusader want to come on my channel? I'll do an interview with him. Yeah, he'd love to. I mean, he's got a lot to say. He's been basically in the hole for eight months. Hell yeah. Will you have him shoot me an email at blonde in the belly of the beast at gmail.com. And I'll set something up with him this week, but he can't say well, he's not out yet. He's not out yet. Oh, he's he's going to get his prison. first step back thing tuned. Yeah, he's, he's Wait, still when does he get out? I thought he got out already. No, probably January. Oh, okay. Well, I'll set up an interview with him then. All right. All right, cool. Thanks for the right, info. Thanks for giving me the, the word. Sure. Yes. Have a great night. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Oh, Gypsy Crusader. The Sanguine Mind is up next. Sanguine Mind, are you there? Hello? Mr. Sanguine Mind. I got nothing. Do you? Hey there, how you doing? Oh, there we go. What's on your mind? Oh, uh, see, so I got a little bit of a list. I guess I'll do rapid fire. So, Matt, how's Jesus? Well, I, I am limiting to election topics tonight, so I'd be happy oh. to discuss that on a normal Wednesday. But I'll say it's then, going well, and I'm continuing it for a reason, and that's because I find value in it. Bible study page of the website, if you guys want to check it out. Linked on the homepage, mattchristiansonmedia.com. Wow, I have never heard you talk so fast. You're serious about this election? <laughs> yeah, I want to. it's an election show. Okay, okay. Okay. Then nice shirt. And is, do you view this as like end of the Republic versus start of reconstruction? This kind of election, mm. like with the results and all. Well, would I say that, uh, there, there are certain outcomes that would probably break my faith and or view in the system. Uh, let's say that it is a shock mm. and Nancy Pelosi maintains her, her gavel or something like that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I there I just I know I I know that uh, you're not supposed to base your view of an election's legitimacy on the outcome or not but this is the sort of election where you know people are extremely pissed off about the state of the country oh, and yeah. there's no it's reason crazy. they're not nobody's looking at January 6th and their wallet and saying no no January 6th was more important unless you are a, a person of incredible <laughs> means if you're already very very rich and you don't care maybe but if you're an average person of average means buying groceries buying gas you might look at January 6th and think and think terrible shouldn't have happened. Bad guys did bad stuff. Glad they're being prosecuted. You might think that. 
but you're not going to say that's more important than my ability to provide for my family. And so if it was an outcome that defied that reality, I, yeah, I mean, I would, I would have to believe that there are some shenanigans afoot to explain mm-hmm. that. Now we're getting ahead of ourselves because that hasn't materialized yet, but to true, your question, true. could that happen to make me think that the system is irredeemably broken or compromised? Yeah. Uh, this is that sort of election. And Blanche just sitting over there being like, oh, let's get it going. <laughs> you can see her face oh. without seeing her face. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's not going to happen until the middle of the night, though. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, there's nothing kind of coming in right now. It's just, yeah, I mean, we're sitting, Georgia's still close, Pennsylvania. They, they, there's nothing of significance that's been announced for, mm-hmm. there. at least the results I'm looking at. Let me look at Politico's forecast here. Um, oh, uh, Fetterman just dropped below 50% that just happened okay you know really? there's not a there's nobody even projecting as far as i'm aware of republican majority in the house yet we're not even at that point this mm. fetterman versus oz thing i hate this so much it really yeah. is representative I, of our failing our failing republic though right this like giant retard oaf and then this dual citizenship yeah. pro-choice turkish guy that totally totally changed his platform to run. It's like, I, I hate both of these people. I hate their guts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so a uh, fun little thing uh, from local election. Uh, one of the people running for kind of local office around here uh, for part of their political history, it just said, I vote Republican. I, I just, I just sat there and laughed. Like I'm in a very, that was like, like their campaign statement. Yeah. That was part of their campaign wow. statement. That was like, a significant part of their political history was just, I vote Republican, though I don't think that's necessary for office here. <laughs> huh. well, I guess that's I, I kind of laugh the point. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I live in Tennessee, so it's yeah. uh, it's pretty red. I don't really have it's to kind of already a given, um, right? All right. Did you, uh, we'll have to let you go soon, but you mentioned you had a list. So if you had maybe one more quick hitter, we could probably get that. Yeah. Let's see. Do, 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 uh, yeah, I kind of just post reposted the uh, the Joe Biden uh, Donald Trump meme. I, I forget if it was like Wisconsin or Michigan or something like from 2020, where it was just like uh, them both of them kind of just like pissing, and then Joe Biden stream just suddenly jumps ahead of Trump's. Oh yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that was one of my favorite memes from that election. I really hope some shit like that doesn't happen again. But I, I just thought it figured it would be uh, interesting to see what happens, and I really hope. We see at least, I don't know, if, if things are going to burn down, I hope it's interesting. <laughs> it will be a oh, show. Oh, it will be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank but you no, for your call. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, I remember uh, 2020 election night. Of course, we weren't live, but I watched the returns come in and it looked pretty good. And I wasn't 100% certain when I went to bed that Trump was going to be reelected, but I was, I was pretty 80, sure. 90 and then I remember my friend Robin messaging me at like 10 p.m. And she's like, I don't know, man, my husband's pretty worried. And I was like, girl, we got this. Go to sleep. Wake yeah. up. Celebrate the finger. And then I remember Rob. waking up and everything had changed. And if that same experience happens again, uh, I mean, then I guess we're in we're in for this perpetually until we put a stop to it. It's as simple as that. So if, if we wake up tomorrow and that same shit happens that is them laughing in our faces. Yeah. Again, hypothetically, Susan, theoretically, this is a fictional consideration of a possible tomorrow. But um, but yeah, as people. of now, and we'll take a, a couple more calls and then we'll get to your chats at the top of the hour before we wrap up. There's really nothing as far as uh, 
results to report. We don't have projections of any significance about who's going to control either house. We have a few governors here and there. And maybe the most significant called race is, I suppose, Ohio Senate at this point, which wasn't forecasted to be all that close anyway. So we don't have any kind of major close race to report on. And we're coming up on midnight Eastern time. Uh, Let's talk to Red Falcor. Red Falcor, are you there? Hey there, everybody. How you doing? Uh, I was, I'm doing okay. I was just talking to the lovely uh, Jimny, uh, running assistant tonight for, ah, for and, and we yes. appreciate that. Yeah, Jimny uh, is helping out with uh, call screening. Yeah, yeah, he's got a really friendly accent, but he's actually a total bastard. So Australians <laughs> secretly run this entire a show. Total, a total what? Sorry, what, what bastard is, is what I said, yeah. but oh, in a uh, in a good way. His memes are okay. Top <laughs> no, this is now a global show and in fact i was just talking about uh, how we need to get rid of global time zones entirely and just be on one we'll do it china style for the, the whole entire. yeah the whole globe is that what the they entire. do yeah china is one time zone did you know that i that sounds vaguely familiar yeah hmm. interesting well okay back to election night topics i i do i do want to say that that your uh election night um ch- ch- chosen style of dress on the both of you is uh, very lovely this evening uh, matt, uh, matt i can't quite it's see a, what your shirt says but it looks great it's uh it's a tread on them t-shirt it's in honor of uh, oh, mr nice. marvin Hemeyer, who uh was gone too soon down in colorado and of course right. this is metaphorical susan and to the emailer who's like i can't believe you would endorse that man he damaged all sorts of things did someone email you and i've had a few there are oh, a few. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh okay. but yes uh, that is the... uh the nature of the t-shirt okay gotcha good to know good to know good uh context there the other uh th- the thing is um i w- w- wanted to add to the whole uh, battled black pill and uh, conservatives sh- should become civil servants. I agree. There's mm. not a lot of um, ways in which we will be able to uh, save the civilization if we stand any chance of doing that at all, other than, you know, to volunteer and to be, and to be involved to the extent that well, we can. To that extent, I yeah. would say, say that more conservatives need to work the polls i i worked the polls they do pay you a little bit it's not a great job but they do pay you a little bit Uh, i did it from from like 2014 to 2018 um with my wife every year and then in in the last year um, we got into like a political debate um, in front of the voters, and uh, she started it, and uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, <laughs> but but that is something that the conservatives need to do, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I, I agree. This this it was always supposed to be about um, average citizens contributing a portion of their time to the to state and local governments and then going back into civilian life. That was the way our government was structured. We were never meant to have these multi-generational nepotistic networks of, of incredibly rich people occupying all political positions. 
Um, and rich off of that political influence too. Yeah. Like yeah. the the entire net worth of Joe Biden, who has been in the Senate since, or been in DC since like his late twenties. Yeah. Is, why is that a thing? Not only his congressional salary that is extracted from you, but the leveraging of the influence that he holds in his various positions of power. Yeah. The the fact that people are getting wealthy off of that. It's not limited to him, though. Of course, he seems to have quite the record when it comes to that. But yeah, I mean, right. you, when you get into Congress, look at the value of, of AOC. She's always talking about how much she may or may not be worth uh, she, uh, on Twitter. And you're supposed to believe that that's all legitimate speaking fees and congressional salaries and all that. Uh, no, this is this is leveraging of positions of influence uh, to for personal gain. And I'm not saying that every single person there is as corrupt as maybe uh, the Biden family may be, but it's noticeable that whenever someone goes to D.C., their net worth skyrockets. That's pretty much a universal rule. Yeah, Skeletal Hammer pointed out to me that every every um, person he know that he knows who actually works the polls on election night. Uh, is a Democrat, and it does not have to be mm. that way. Yeah, sure. It's not not like it's competitive, and it's a safeguard against what we're all worried about. And yeah. I, I think that that's not unreasonable. Sure. So, well, thank you for the can-do attitude, as always. Did you? Uh, yeah, no, you have any closing no thoughts before we let you go? Last. Sure. Last word, Matt. I'm wondering if you have any advice, um, because I know where Blonde is with this, uh, on how to deal with the anxiety of what apparently is now election month. How it's going to take them. <laughs> you know, it's funny uh, you bring that up because I don't have to give you advice. Did you see the New York Times advice? Uh, I don't know, but they I have. I, they have evidence-based strategies to help you cope and soothe oh, election stress. Are you ready for these? Um, yeah. Try five-finger breathing. Trace the outside of your hand with your pointer oh, finger. And when you trace up, breathe in. And when you trace down, breathe out. Plunge your face oh. into a bowl of ice water for 15 to 30 seconds. That's not quite long enough these... to drown, unfortunately. Uh, you can move... <laughs> Are these real? Yeah, this is on their Twitter earlier today. You can go for a walk. You can breathe like a baby or you can limit your scrolling. Now, the last one, they say these are evidence based. Maybe they are. The last one, I think, actually is legit. But whether it's election based stress or any sort of stress, the the answer to all of these things is stabilizing your home. Build a good home. Build a good family or reduce conflict or or manage conflict within that home well such that it's not a place of chaos no matter how chaotic the the exterior world is if you've done a good job building your own home you will find peace there and so uh there are absolutely times where i have to turn off politics and stop the scrolling in the way the new yeah. york times is advanced uh, is advising and when i do that i i go uh you know i watch a movie with my wife or i go play with my son or i go do something that is not looking at this stuff all the time so uh, the other thing I'll say is uh, they're also right about moving around. Endorphins are a hell of a drug. Like you got a, something that's bothering you, get active, sweat a little bit. It will help universally. Yeah. 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 Good advice. Thanks, guys.
Well, you can thank the New York Times. They're the ones who brought it to you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Have a good night. All right. You as well. Uh, let's see. We're a little bit past the hour. We have one more caller waiting. Uh, you want to take one last word? Sure. Let's try Cooter McGavin. <laughs> Co- Cooter, are you? Oh, wait, no. Uh, wait. Who's Cooter? I thought Cooter. Who are you, I'm- Cooter? <laughs> Cooter's here. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I confused you for a second. I thought you, now I remember. I thought you were our screener, Jimmy. Uh, and then I got confused. Salami, I That's right. No, now I know exactly who you are. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, what's on your mind? So what's man? up? I uh, just wanted to say I pretty much agree with Blonde. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty detached from this uh, election. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't really I matter. Um, I, th- I think people need to take, um, uh, what's the expression? Like a thousand foot view or something. Does that make sense? I don't know. A but thousand it, cock stare? <laughs> no, nah, maybe that's not it. But just they need to take a step back and look at it. And it doesn't matter, you know, which way it goes. Uh, if if Democrats do really well, then it's just going to push people further to the right. And I think it's hard to argue that Biden's been great for the right for the last two years. I mean, I don't. Yeah. <sighs> if, if I could have went back two years and said, all right, let, let us get a couple more years of Trump, would it have changed anything? Like it would just placate Republicans that that think things are fine. Like that's that's the biggest problem right now is people are under the illusion that this that it's still ma- like things still matter and it's legit. And uh, and it's like you know I I live in Connecticut. It's it sucks here anyway. Like there's no chance of any Republicans winning. Uh, I still voted. Uh, my wife was like, let's just go. I was like, all right, whatever. Um, but it's just I I don't care either way. It's it's, it's it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I hear you. Hmm. Well, well, it's my you, job to be engaged and I just can't just can't get a bone yeah. for this I mean, election. You're certainly not alone because we've had several calls of that theme tonight. Uh, but I want to find something that we can do. If not voting, what else can we do? What would you advise? What, yeah. are, what are steps we can take? I mean, to, I, I still voted. I, I think yeah. it's I think we should force them to cheat, to expose it more, right, to, to gotcha. make people see it. It's like, you know, I, but again, if people don't want it either, it's like they're going to they're going to see it one way or another. Um, but I'm just, I don't know. I, I think people, cause I'm, I'm definitely an, an accelerationist. And I think <laughs> when people hear that, they just assume that I want like people to be like chopping, you know, like murder. It's like the uh, walking dead. Like, but it's yeah. Not, yeah. 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 It's not like that. It's like, you know, uh, in our lifetimes, like Russia fell apart and, there were, and, and like, you know, like I'm sure it was bad, but like those people are okay. Like they're still going on. They are. But, and they do have a stronger sense of community than we do. Yeah. So it's just like, like whatever's going to happen, it's, you know, I don't want to say we deserve it, but we do deserve it. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I guess I take that back. We do deserve it. Um, But it's just, I don't know. People are like, so like, oh, we we got, we got to get this back. We got to get our our guys in there. We got to make a difference. And it's like, are we going to make a difference? Like, I I can't name one person that I'm like, like super excited to be so jazzed about. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And And it's like, we were different people when we were excited about Trump. Yeah, yeah, that thing was a little naive back then. It was, I was still, naive, yeah. you know, I, I was, I was black pilled, but I, would, I like even like when the whole impeachment stuff was going on, I'm like oh they're gonna, you know, they're gonna get it eventually, and then Trump lost the election, I'm like oh they're gonna, they're gonna overturn it, you know, it's like they they gotta, they gotta look into all this fake, uh, you know, election stuff, and uh, and they never did because it's all fake. It's just, you know, it's like a, it's just theater. <laughs> Yeah. It is theater. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so, empowering. This black pilled stuff. Everybody acts like it's it's because you've given up. But no, it's because uh as soon as you realize that um that these 
these, these, these things are broken, that the agencies can't be trusted, then uh, you develop the power to be autonomous, to be truly autonomous. And yeah. that's what I want people yeah. to do. I don't want people to feel hopeless. I want them to feel empowered because this country, it was exactly. always about the people, wasn't it? Yeah. And like people, you know, go out, meet your neighbors, like plan for if, if shit fell apart, because, mm -hmm. you know, if tomorrow, if, you know, diesel fuel completely runs out and supply lines are cut, like we can go from like, you know, kind of not in a great place to just a disaster in like a matter of weeks. Yeah. And like, and like, what is voting for some fucking loser? gonna change like that's that's not gonna change anything like like you it's need to not, like meet yeah. your neighbors you need to start a garden you need to get some fucking chickens or some goats or some cows and have and, kids uh, yeah and have kids and you know it's like people have been through worse like people look at it and they're like oh you know um this is weird. this is so bad it's like well like you know my, my grandmother grew up in like the depression like they were yeah. poor is like way more poor than we are like like, again, if, if you want to give up luxuries, like you could still be pretty well off now. It's like, mm -hmm. no, it's like, no, no, no. I, I, I just think, I, I think we need hard times. And you know, it goes back to that meme, hard times create yeah. strong yeah. men. But yeah, it's yeah. just we like, certainly, uh, like we certainly happens, need those too. We're short on strong men. Yeah. I will grant that point. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I, I, it's just time for a natural happens. correction, you know? Yeah. All yeah, right. And I, 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 I don't think. No, Democrats are just going to steal it tonight. I, I think that'd be my ideal outcome is just they just <laughs> it's so obvious that they cheat. Like nothing could be oh, better. Maybe than that. there or, are there probably would be some silver linings to that. I, I do agree. We were just talking before you joined about how if an outcome like that did happen, like an inexplicable, ridiculous Democrat win that my perspective, yeah, what like whatever faith I have in the legitimacy of, of the system now would be probably shat. I mean, it just I wouldn't be yeah. able to to explain that. And I'd have to find some other approach to the problems yeah, that if, we face, but so if you're them, like that's, that's, that's what you don't want. You don't yeah. like you want to at least make it believable. So, yeah. you know, we'll give Republicans, I think it's going to be a 51 seat majority, like just enough where it's mm -hmm. like you won, like maybe some Republicans will vote the other way on some things. They're all going to vote for Ukraine and Israel, you know, none of that's going to change, but I don't know. Like we'll see. Well, thank you for the thoughts and uh, all the best to your family. I hope you're doing well. You yep. too. Good talking see to you guys. Have a great night. Okay. Uh, we do have a couple people hanging out. I think we should, uh, as we wind down here, let's, um, let's get, uh, well, uh, let's take a look at the, the races that are still not called and let's catch up with our chats. And then uh, maybe we can take a call or two before we get out of here. If time allows, I'm going to bring, okay. uh, our, our friendly call screener, Jimny in here, just so we're on the same page. Jimny, are you there? Good night. I don't Hi. mean to uh, put you on the spot, but we uh, we're going to end calls for now. So I may be able to get to these final two that you've pulled in. Um, we're going to oh, take okay, a um, number two already knows he's probably not going to get in. OK, but well, you can tell Let them know that uh, let them know they can hang out for a minute if they'd like to get a word in, because we're just going to catch up with our chats and look at the results. And uh, if we have a little bit of time, uh, I'll give them uh, a, a quick last word before we're done for the night. Yeah, not too easy. We'll do. All right. Thank you. Later. It's just the jolliest accent. The Aussies, man. They secretly run this entire production. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, uh, Ping 2, you got any results for us to report? I'm looking at the results, but I don't see anything notable. Other than Herschel Walker maintains a slim lead. Uh, Fetterman. Slim. Yeah, Fetterman maintains a slim lead. What were you going to say? Sorry. How oh, slim... No, Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go oh, ahead. Wait, who? Everybody shut the hell up. 
Okay, now go. I was go. just going to say they're projecting <laughs> that Josh Shapiro will win Pennsylvania, which is Pennsylvania governor. Okay. Yeah. That's all I got, though. 67. Well, he does have a big lead. He has a 10. That's that's crazy that uh, Shapiro has a 10 point lead, 67 percent reporting in Pennsylvania. Meanwhile, Oz or Fetterman rather has a almost no, a little bit over a point lead on Oz at the moment. Same precincts reporting. So a lot of crossover voters, strangely. But uh, OK, uh, that's it. Just that Shapiro, uh, it's been called for Shapiro. Yeah, that's basically it. Lauren Bobert's kind of fallen behind in her race. Uh. Mm. Uh, and AOC won hers. Son of a bitch. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I believe Ilhan did as well. Well, well, shocking. Not that surprising. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the one thing I did see on Twitter that I found really interesting was uh, Beto didn't even win Uvalde. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which shocked me. But right now, with half of precincts reporting in Arizona, Kelly is crushing Masters. Almost 60-40. We'll see if that holds. Uh, how's Carrie Lake doing? Let me look at that. Ha- almost half of precincts reporting. Katie Hobbs up 13 points. It must be, they must have a disproportionate amount of Democrat precincts. What precincts are reporting? I don't have a breakdown on, on which, but uh, okay, there's no way up. Katie Hobbs is going to be Carrie Lake by 13 points. That will not no, hold. it's not going to happen. Okay, thank you for the updates, Ping2. Thanks no for problem. And that'll probably be it for the night, by the way, because we're just going to catch up with some chats and uh, maybe take one or two more calls. So cool. you are officially relieved of your Twitter monitoring duties. Thank you for your All contributions. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's catch up with our chatters. I know uh, Tippy Stream. Let me catch up with those real quick. Or I think there's just one more for the moment. Issue says, let's hope there's no black magic at three in the morning during this election. I don't have much hope that Washington replaces Patty Murray, but I placed my vote to replace her. Well, that would be something if we see uh, uh, a flip in Washington, that would be huge. But of course, <laughs> as Chuck Todd reminded us, there's going to be a wave of votes on Thanksgiving that will correct that issue. If uh, it happened to go against Patty Murray couple more on tippy stream here and then we'll get to youtube joe biden's poopy diaper is back joe's looking at the georgia results and uh didn't think about climate change uh or did they think sorry joe's looking at the georgia results did they think about climate change did they think about ukraine did they think about democracy did they think about me they're loading and oh no oh no it's happening again oh no oh no uh, it sounds like it's a rough night for Joe Biden's diaper indeed. Come on, man. Asto Astorath, the Oh wait, no, sorry. I, I that's a YouTube one. Thank you for supporting the show, Astorath. Uh Joe Biden's poopy diaper, Joe Biden's extremely poopy diaper yeah. is here. Uh about Rand Paul. Uh I don't care about Beto losing again. I don't care about Kamala busting a gas pipe in Pennsylvania. Can someone just put me out of my misery? This diaper needs a changing. Uh, he And now Joe Biden's new diaper says, Jill, Kamala, let's talk about this. Can we at least wait until New York or Oregon are called first? Guys, oh, no, not me. I saw what happened to the last guy. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. Well, to the uh, whoever the poopy diaper person is, thank you for your contributions to the show. And then the uh, we love you. You're very special. The creative narrative of Joe Biden's diaper this evening. You have YouTube ready to go. I do. Laurel waiting on the results of my race. As soon as I get the results, I'm going to bed. I hope 
I lose because I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> You've already given up. Laurel, That's I've, what I want to hear. I've been admiring your effort to take that step to run for local office <laughs> and, and you're already too tired. But Laurel is on Eastern time, right? In Michigan. She is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's past 11. I'll, I'll be pretty tired by then too. But hey, I, I really hope that uh, you and uh, are you guys married yet? Are you husband and wife? Fiance? I can't remember. I think they're um, all fianced. Well, I hope that you and your Matt are successful. And uh, please do email me. Let me know how it goes. Uh, if uh, Whether you win or lose, I'd like to know what happens. And good luck. Mike Newman moved from Ohio to Florida last year. First time voting in Florida. Saw governor, senator, judges on the ballot. And I could not find democracy on the ballot. Asked hmm. a poll worker about it. He just grinned. La, la, la. Uh, I, I, yeah, it was literally on the ballot, I thought. There was no option. Yeah. I vote for our democracy. <laughs> Stedman Willis. Guntag, my favorite oven-ready democracy destroyers. I love a pitchforking as much as the next guy, Blonde. However, I have to say I'm Team Matt all the way as far as sticking to principles above all else. Please, no bully. What? Sound like a pussy, Stedman. Day of the brick, day of the rope, oven-ready. Here I thought he was going to stick up for the pitchfork, but I appreciate the kind words. Thank you. Truly the best place to be is probably somewhere in between both of us. Hmm. If well, I had pit- my way, it'd be lots of indiscriminate killing. The pitchforks do have their application. In fact, this this country was founded on pitchforks, so it's tough to argue otherwise. It's just how the pitchforks are applied according to moral constraints. Uh, Von Gunther, blonde has the Chad meme jaw. No, it's just because I'm fat right now. And so uh, like, I, I fatten up in like my lower jowl region. Huh. It's not super great. My face really takes a hit when I gain like five pounds. It's Actually, when really I gain weight, when I gain weight, the same thing happens. I get this puffy cheek face. My face gets yes. rounder. Yeah, yeah. I've been weightlifting a lot, and it's just made my appetite insatiable. Like hmm. I, I cannot control my appetite. Uh, General Grievance. Matt and I once made love. I inserted my ballot into his Dropbox, but I may have voted a little too hard because his tabulator broke, and there was a red wave. <laughs> Oh, sorry about that, Matt Groat. I don't yeah, know what that means, queer. but I'm grossed out. That's uh, that's pretty creative, I suppose. Gross. Um, I bought PN. I'd call in, but I haven't been able to figure out how to pull the pull how to pull off the no note equivalent. Thanks for the stream. <laughs> that would be really hard to do. You just have to sit there silently. Thank you, iBot. And of course, uh, we always appreciate your support for the show. But that's what now two in a row where he is uncharacteristically talkative at least i assume he i have no idea it could be a she yeah yeah. no knowledge of this person's identity it's definitely a dude uh ryan has you both are just fantastic i love tuning in each week i I don't know why i read that all sarcastic i just can't trust anybody that likes me you know (laughs) we don't take compliments well around here Uh, ryan thank you very much and of course i hope you're doing well and thanks for tuning in tonight much appreciated bisht kion no, no. Thank you, sir or ma'am. I don't know. Craig Martin. My polling place in Green Bay ran out of ballots at 4 p.m. and didn't get any more until after 6.30. I waited about an hour while people voted one at a time on an express digital voting machine. Mm. Express, you say? Doesn't sound the, very express. So I wonder, was they ran out of ballots? Again, running out of paper, running out of ballots type situation. I suppose errors like this are bound to happen across the country in select locations, but this sort of thing, I, I, Green Bay. I this running out of paper Maricopa. thing, I find baffling. Like, 
even the Maricopa stuff of like the scanner isn't working. I'm not saying there's nothing to see here. I find that to be kind of suspicious, but that's a more plausible problem to me than we ran out of paper. How do you not have sufficient paper at the site yeah. like that? That's an easily foreseeable issue. Yeah. How much fucking paper do you need? One per person. How many people are voting? I guess maybe we're supposed to believe that turnout is just gigantic. Uh, Craig Martin, my polling. I just read that. Uh, Jake Bernhardt, hoping to see a red wave here in Oregon. I know personally both Republican Dem candidates from our district. My brother and I are good friends with her brother. Hardworking family. Also, God forbid we get Tina Kotek as gov. I know. We did now take that a I've look seen earlier. Her face, it's a l- it's rough. Just- I bet you could vote accurately just based on looking at people's faces. <laughs> the phrenology of voting by blonde. Yeah. A, a book coming out soon. Physiognomy. I want to do some physiognomy voting and then retroactively look at their political status. And I bet I'd be like 80% right. Did I use the right word? What's the difference between phrenology and physiognomy? Physiognomy is a way facial features oh. uh, indicate personality characteristics where phrenology is like people believing that that certain parts of your brain right like mean different things and are over underexpressed they do it's measure yeah measurements of bumps on the skull to predict mental traits so this is more like your criminal head shape discipline that is phrenology yeah yeah okay but like your giant noses and what that tells people about your political Stop. orientation that's physiognomy <laughs> all right uh griff nizzle did i just say something no, that's fine. Okay. Uh, for fuck's sake, is Arizona officially California's prison pocket fortification or faggotry? Did you see how he had to spell faggotry? <laughs> I'm surprised you got that through Susan. That's impressive. Uh, yeah, I've been kind of eyeballing the the results as we've been talking here. And again, I don't think they've updated since the last time mentioned, but uh, half of precincts reporting Katie Hobbs crushing Carrie Lake and Mark Kelly crushing Blake Masters. So there is no way. Yeah, we'll we'll see what the rest of the uh, results show, but it's going to have to Dude, be a big turnaround so many for both candidates uh, f- uh, in Arizona. There, I felt really so confident many. about Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, yeah. Uh, Blake Masters, I thought he would have a little Carrie Lake effect to help him that she would she would pull him. But it's looking and Carrie Lake. It's the same phenomenon that Ron DeSantis is getting, where she's capturing uh, the Latina vote. At least we'll in see. polling, which I, means basically I, like I said, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me for what precincts are reporting. So it's possible that we're just getting massive Democrat overrepresentation in these early results. But what yeah, cities so far, in Arizona are liberal. Uh, isn't Maricopa? I, I'm, I'm not an expert on the the breakdown, but Mar- the, the entire Phoenix area is what drives Democrats there, is it not? Yeah. But you got to think that like Scottsdale probably isn't. Flagstaff? I don't know. Yeah, maybe some of those suburbs. Well, I bet Flagstaff Yuma. is. I bet. I bet. That's a college town, too. Is it? I didn't know that. Okay. Arizona. Northern Arizona. Yeah. I should probably stop talking. What other cities are in Arizona? Maybe Carrie Lake is screwed. <laughs> Let's keep reading chats. Knuckle Hunky Buck. Twice impeached and twice elected. That needs to be Trump's legacy. Knuckle Hunky Buck. Six ways to soothe election stress. Try five-finger breathing. Cool down. Move, breathe like a baby, limit your scrolling, usurp electoral power under the dark of night. Uh, yeah, that, they forgot that step. You're right. We might be Let looking reload. at that. Good. You want to take another few points? Yeah, I can uh, refresh. Uh, although I think we're caught up on Tippy stream, but maybe. Oh, I have one more. Kyle Trimbach. Yeah. I'm in Pennsylvania. I voted for Mastriano and wrote in Kathy Barnett for senator, not voting for Oz. If they pull a 2020, there will be hmm. problems. 
Yeah, that Pennsylvania situation is is rough, and it's hard for me to. Uh, would I vote for Oz? I guess. I guess I might plug my nose. Oh, and but vote he sucks so much, and he's just but, he's pro-choice. Well, not anymore, supposedly. Come but. on. Well, he, if you used to be, like, how much do you genuinely change your your opinions and your moral structure? I don't know. I have. I used to be pro-choice. I'm not saying yeah, I'm convinced by Oz, but yeah. He's old uh, and it aligns with his political career. That said, Fetterman is such a ridiculously atrocious candidate. And Pennsylvania's importance for their hold on the Senate or not is crucial. I think I probably would take lesser of two evils and vote Oz, but I certainly wouldn't do that with any sort of enjoyment. And I can't blame anybody who calculates differently and says, I only vote affirmatively for things and I ain't voting for Oz because I don't trust him for reasons X, Y, and Z. I understand yeah. that side too. Uh, David Amber, criminal lawyer. Canadian here, so not as not in the know. Whatever happened to that Mark McCloskey guy? Wasn't he mm. supposed to be running for Senate? But I haven't heard anything about that guy for months. I don't he, know. He's probably fighting off some stupid charges. He lost in the primary to Eric Schmidt, who oh, is really? the declared winner tonight in Missouri. That's what happened uh, to Mark McCloskey. Sucks. That sucks. Thank you. Uh, let's see. We do have uh, a little bit of time here. So let's talk to our last two callers if they're still hanging out. Let me see. Uh, yeah, they are. Uh, Porcupine, are you there? Hey, Matt, how are you? Hey, Blonde, how are you? Hi. You're well. Hey, thank you for your patience. We do have a, a couple minutes if you'd like to uh, get some thoughts out. No, man, I, I appreciate it. Thank you guys again for having me. It is always a pleasure. Um, uh, I, I'm back. It is nice to talk. But uh, I actually kind of wanted to to talk just a little bit about Trump and the fact that as much as I know Blonde doesn't like him, maybe maybe not anymore, you guys kind of have to admit, if it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't be here talking, and the show probably wouldn't be as popular as it is. I, I would definitely admit yeah. that. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I don't know... I don't know that he... Well, I don't know that it was him directly that changed my mind on a lot of things, but his influence... Yeah. yeah, and his influence... His influence uh, affected people that influenced me. For sure. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I would say that I never would have started doing any of this without him, but the show would not be the same without him. I could, I could certainly tell you that. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I got into all of this because of, of Donald Trump and, yeah. I, and after the uh, only Rosie O'Donnell moment, I, I had to, I was crapping myself. It was so funny. Well, so I was yeah. like, I got to go vote for this guy. Are you, are you excited for the rerun or are you, what are your thoughts as he is set to announce next week? Before I get into that though, I just wanted to say that I, I hope Lee Zeldin wins. I'm from upstate New York. So I'm in the, I'm kind of in the beehive up here mm -hmm. with everybody. Um, it is not fun. <laughs> I have not checked on the results recently. Let me, uh, have a look at what uh, 64% of precincts reporting. She's got Kathy's got a 10 point lead on Lee Zeldin. Damn. Yeah. That's so not that's not looking good. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's okay. But anyway, back to Trump, I was going to say, um, I, I do want to get excited for the rerun, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, Donald Trump did go on record saying he would fire roughly about 50,000 federal employees. I'm um, listening. I think that's a start. That here's, here's that represents what, what 1%? I know. We need to hire right. like 7 million <laughs> yeah. federal employees. Yeah. Fire, fire, right? Not hire. Right. Did, did I say, say hire? I heard hire, but. Whatever. Oh, no. I, I would never maybe, say such a thing. Maybe I misheard. Yeah. No, I might have said that. I don't know. 
Uh, <laughs> sorry, what were you? Uh, what were you saying, Mister um, Porky? From what I'm hearing, and and this is only speculation because we don't know how he operates. But basically, he has mentioned that he would he wants to go in there and basically take revenge for what happened. Hmm. Now, if he's going to do it, that's the that's the scary part. We did see a lot of the stuff that happened the last time, and I know, I think Blonde, you you are kind of on the he really didn't get anything done train, right? Well, he um, bolstered the Supreme Court, which is not nothing, although I wasn't particularly happy with his candidate choice. And um, he just destroyed, he made a mockery of the media, which is invaluable, invaluable. But, yes, but in terms of like cutting through red tape, reducing federal spending and like things that I, I genuinely care about, uh, he was not super effective, although he could have been. I'm sick of people saying he couldn't do anything. It's like President of the United States, I'm pretty sure he could have done something. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, I think what a lot of the the argument is, oh, he didn't get anything done. I think how we can approach that is, yes, he didn't because he was infiltrated. Um, plenty of people who worked with him uh, infiltrated him, infiltrated his uh, campaign basically without his better knowledge. So if hopefully now he understands what people are capable of, he can just get rid of them. If that's the case, but we also have yeah, to understand that but, the entire... but it's a bad quality to not recognize who around you is a snake like that. That was that's always true. my problem with him. He like he had a bad uh, judge of, of others. He was a bad judgment of other people's character. Oh, yeah, completely. Uh, I mean, that's that's a fair criticism. That's a fair criticism. I just hope that uh, if he can't get it done this time, then it's fair to say we have to pass the torch. But uh, I have hope. All right. Can do it. But well, we'll have to see. It's thank you for the optimism. I look forward to the show no matter what. So the entertainment value yeah, will Matt. be very high. Matt, Appreciate it, man. Get, yeah. See you later. We will get some entertainment value yeah, out of it. That is no 100% Jerry. Thank you, man. Have a great night. Yeah, you guys too. Okay, let's take one more call and then uh, we'll catch up with any chats and we'll call it a night. Uh, I know a fat guy. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Like almost, uh, you know, I don't know, but getting ready to cry into a beer or something. Well, thank you for your patience, number one. I know you waited for a while, but what is the reason for your tears? Well, uh, I guess I'm going through what a lot of people went through. Uh, You kind of like were kind of like predicting what was going to happen, and you were basically trying to temper your optimism. Mm -hmm. And then when Florida reported in and like, like DeSantis crushed, Rubio crushed, they were way outperforming. You got this like surge of optimism that, hey, you know, 55 seats in the Senate, it's within reach. Yeah. And now we've just been crushed because uh, J.D. Vance won, but New Hampshire's gone for uh, the Democrats. And they just called New York for Holcomb. Holcomb lost by, looks like he's down by 11. Okay. Yeah. New Hampshire, uh, the polling had been kind of all over the place. So. Um, at least what I'm looking at, they haven't called it yet, but you're right. Hassan leads, uh, is it Baldich? I forget how you pronounce his name, but, Whatever, um, yeah, he's ahead. She's ahead. The incumbent Democrat is ahead by like 13 points. So you're, you're probably right that that is going to go the wrong way. Yeah. On a number of, uh, right leaning media, they're panicking about Arizona cause, uh, Kerry Lake's down by 14 at the moment. Yeah. They, these half. results are ridiculous. These results are completely insane. And with half of precincts reporting, we were just talking about that. 
Yeah, and I, I hate to like burst the bubble. Like the idea that they're fortifying it this quickly, just you know, you know, fortification normally takes a few days in order to go into effect, and this is just not it. Well, we may we may watch some of that, or maybe it's just all the crazies have finally gone to Arizona. But this, the thing about this is, if this holds, and again, that's a big if because we're looking at half of the precincts reporting. But if we have double-digit wins for Kelly and Masters, that would be also a polling disaster. They would be so far off in favor of Democrats. It would be a polling disaster in in the in a way that would go against history. Like this sort of yeah. overperformance for the incumbent party in a midterm would be unheard of. So I, I certainly grant your point that if they had sneaky means, you'd wait till later points in the night to be sneaky, probably. Um but if if this ends up being something close to the actual result, that will be that will defy every political, every midterm trend we've ever seen. That will be uh, an amazing outlier. Well, I, I, I just New York perplexes me a lot because being in New York myself, I never met anybody who is thrilled about Hochul at all. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere. And I, I, a bunch of people really kind of asked up about Zeldin, and I, I, I just, I wonder how many people, like, I wonder if people were actually doing that, saying, you know, I'm going to hold my, we were saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm for Zeldin, and then went in and said, no, I, I can't vote for a Republican. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I wonder, uh, yeah, maybe it's just if, maybe they're just discouraged by the R next to his name. It's just lingering party loyalties can't be I did know a number of, I did know a number of leftists who told me, they said, they weren't going to uh, vote for Hochul, but they wouldn't vote for a Republican because they think they're all Nazis for whatever reason. Yeah, so they were just going to leave it blank. Ah. I wonder if there was a number of people like that who just said, fuck it. No, I can't do it. Maybe. Yeah, you would. You know New York politics better than I do, certainly. But as someone who's never even stepped foot in that state, at least as far as I'm aware, I can't imagine looking at that rabid beaver face and ever voting in favor of it. Yet yeah. I'm supposed to believe that yeah. millions Especially are enthusiastic tonight. Yeah. yeah. I, I did see a statistic from 538 that said of the 27 house races that were considered toss up so far, only seven have broken for the Republicans. I, yeah, I, I haven't, uh, I haven't even seen those numbers because what I'm looking at in the AP uh, numbers right now, they, they are only giving Republicans two pickups at this point. Yeah. So well, these, these were races according to the polls were toss ups. Yeah. It may not be a pickup. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah. D- different terminology as in they might've stayed with the same party, but they were, you know, they were close races that could have gone either way. I know yeah. of three Virginia races where the Republicans thought that they were rated toss up where mm-hmm. the Republicans thought they could flip them. And all three went for the Democrats. It was just, it's just a really disappointing night. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I wait know. till tomorrow uh, morning. It's going to get even more disappointing. <laughs> the news told me so. All right. Well, I, I do know it looks like George is going to be, uh, uh, was it a runoff? Yeah, uh, the numbers I see right now, eighty-six in, and it's within actually a thousand votes. You got Walker leading Warnock by under a thousand, like seven hundred votes right now. Yeah, so I guess, I guess it's worth to try see if you can drink yourself into a alcohol-induced coma until the <laughs> runoff election. Okay. Well, <laughs> Godspeed if that's the route you select. Uh, thanks for calling in, and thanks again for your patience. All right. All right.
No. Yep. Bye. All right, that'll do it on calls this evening, guys. Appreciate all of you who called in. And if you attempted to call in and didn't make it, thanks for your patience. And of course, a reminder that we welcome your call on our traditional Wednesday night call-in show every Wednesday, except for tomorrow night. We will be off November 9th because we're doing a special stream tonight. But if you didn't get in, of course, you can participate in that show and offer your thoughts on not only the election, but uh, whatever else you may want to talk about. Let's... uh. Let's catch up with Super Chats and then we'll do a quick results recap before we call it a night. Sure. Let me see. I think I might actually be good over here. Okay. Yeah, I think we might be set. I just gave it a refresh. Tippy Stream's good. Yeah, yeah I think good. we're good. So as far as uh, what we just heard uh, about Georgia, that looks – it's 86% reporting they're tied 49-49. That's probably going to a runoff, as our caller just said. Fine. Arizona is going completely insane. It looks like Democrats are crushing both the Senate and the governor's race with 50% of precincts reporting. Fetterman holds a slim lead over Oz with 75% reporting. Uh, He's got Fetterman has a point and a half lead. So (laughs) clown world might be realized and Senator Lumpneck will be uh, a reality. Um, Ohio was declared for Vance. Oh, I was going to say, you know, another crushing defeat uh, in your state. Ammon Bundy has been defeated. Incumbent Republican Governor Brad Little declared the winner. Oh. And, well, actually, this is very close. That Oregon governor's race we were watching. Yeah. Tina Kotak leads Christine. I forget how you say her last name. Drazen, the Republican challenger, Christine, uh, by under a percentage point. So very close in Oregon right Mm. now. That'll be an interesting race to watch. Uh, Whitmer is leading comfortably with about a third of the vote in well not comfortably she's got about a four point lead on Tudor Dixon in Michigan Boney Tony over in Wisconsin is leading with 75% in yeah I mean this is not uh you're not seeing the sort of crushing defeat that you might expect to see um North Carolina looks like that's going to hold for Ted Budd 95% reporting he's got uh uh a, a three point lead on on the Democrat challenger. And then, as I mentioned, I'm looking at the AP's uh, numbers here, as far as how the house races are going, they have so far credited Republicans with plus two. Okay. That is uh, we're, we are now at nine 37 mountain time. That would be um, 11 37 Eastern time. Yeah. And we have Republicans plus two in the house. So, I guess the news media reports were right. Don't expect any useful information on election night. That's not a thing anymore. So for my first election night stream, I probably should have picked an election where you actually get results that night. Silly. It's okay. This whole thing was broken in concept, but it was a lot of fun guys. Thank you for uh, your participation, both in the chats and the calls. And of course, uh, thank you to uh, Frank at quite frankly, for not only joining us, but hosting us on his stream as well. Yep. Did you have any closing thoughts you want to offer, Blonde? Uh, if you voted, you wasted your time. And uh, thanks for showing up. I really appreciate it. And All thank right. you, Frank, if you're still watching. Which uh, you're yeah, not, th- because Frank, you're doing your own stream. And he might still be live. I, I mean, that's insane to go for. He must have gone for like five hours tonight or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, we appreciate you guys very much. Um, as a reminder, we will not be live tomorrow night as we usually would for the call-in show. This stream has replaced that. So off November 9th for the call-in show. We'll be back on Sunday as usual, 9 Eastern. The call-in show will return November 16th 
at 9 Eastern. Uh, if you missed any part of the show, by the way, this stream will stay up. It will, the video will not uh, go away like a call-in show might, so I will leave this video up on all the platforms for your viewing pleasure later. And uh, if you'd like to find anything else show-related, please head on over to the website. That's mattchristiansenmedia.com. We will be back on Sunday. Maybe we'll have some results then. Because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it is not Meet the Press. It is the Matt and Blonde Show. Have a great night.